Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to the first Cultaholic Wrestling Weekly Podcast of 2021. You are looking at, or listening, because it is available on podcast outlets, to Mafu, who made the mistake of getting drunk on Bookfast on New Year's, shaving his beard and leaving the tash, and now looks like the bartender from Still Game. <laughs> you are looking at the far more normal and uh, lovely people that we have here as well. Mr. Ross Twiddell who has a new background by the looks of things. Where are you recording from today, mate? In the same office, but in a different area of the office. It's a cultaholic kitchen area. There yeah. is where we have our tea and coffee. You can see some washing up liquid. Audio listeners, you are missing out here. I think that's the, the dermatol- derma, derma, derma care version of uh, fairy liquid it's for people like me who have dermatitis. Um, you can see some hand wash there. There's a tap. There is the rack where we put our dirty plates and stuff like that. We've got biscuit tin, tea, coffee, sugar. We've got the Nutribullet and the kettle. There's the tour over with. I got a new work machine because I've had the same computer at work since we started and it was a bit knackered, so I got a a new one. That's why I've changed location. Have I rambled enough? Do you want to stop me? (laughs) No. Please stop me. Jack, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right. A uh, bit annoyed that you mentioned the kettle because that's been a theme of mine and Owen's Twitch streams recently. Why? Uh, because Owen, you know how he panders. You know, he panders to the audience quite a lot. Owen does because he's new. He's wet behind the ears. He doesn't know what he's doing. So I'm trying to like get into the game and stuff and the chat are just going because Owen was like, oh, I'll just make myself a cup of tea. And the chat are like, show us your kettle, show us your kettle. And he gets the kettle and then continues to show it every time they ask for it. And I'm just getting more and more annoyed. And yeah, yeah, it's been. Apart from that, though, you know, I'm all right. Matthew, how's it going with you? Oh, Ross was going to say something. I was Sorry. going to say this. This was a bit of a trend on Twitter, I saw, because I I remember tweeting a picture of my kettle and toaster combo, and Jen tweeted hers. Matthew, what's your kettle and toaster combo looking like? Because Americans were shocked that we have done this. we have matching kettle and toasters here in the UK. Yeah, again, I think we've already done this, but. Another thing about Americans is a lot of them still go, oh, would you like a would you like a tea or coffee? While you watch the horror film. And uh, they boil them on the stove. Yeah, they don't have kettles. Yeah, it's craziness. Their fridge freezers make ice at the touch of a button. And uh, they all have those little hoovers that hoover for you and don't need to think. But they still have that. It's very weird. It, it mm. might have all came about because that, that southern... 
American woman did a, uh, this is how we make our tea down here in Kentucky, Louisianaville, and then poured like loads of sugar in and put it in the microwave and everything. And everyone was like, what's going on? Not yeah. the microwave, the microwave. Yeah, the microwave, of course. <laughs> this yeah. is something I've learned over the Christmas break is Nigella Lawson's pronunciation of microwave. <laughs> oh, is I book a tea doing Penelope. Penelope. <laughs> yeah, so more importantly, though, it is the time of recording. Well, we're doing this on the 7th, but it'll come out the 8th. How was your Christmas and New Year's, Ross? Uh, very quiet. Got to see the family arm. Put on a whole £10. So I'm in the process of losing that again and the rest of it. So not too bad under the circumstances. How was yours? Uh, well, because I wasn't able to see any of my relatives apart from uh, me, dad and mum, I haven't put on £10 because there hasn't been that typical selection box that I always get with the cousins who don't really like us but don't want to be rude. So I remain a very inconsistent, what am I doing with this weight? I'm not sure yet, uh, which I had for pretty much all of 2020. But it was all right. It was nice and quiet, and I was able to go home to see my, uh, my folks in Bish because they assured me, even though of everything that's happening. If I didn't go see them for Christmas, they would kill me quicker than COVID. So I went and saw them. Everything's fine because we I stayed safe and haven't been seeing anybody. So I don't know where I'm going to get it from. And it was so lovely, Ross. It was so nice because there's times, you know what family are like? There's times when they're like, why don't you get buried and settle down? You're like, oh God. But after everything that's happened last year, it was so, so refreshing, so relaxing just to hang out with them and talk about them and just to just be there with them after the inability to see and interact with them for 12 months. So it was so amazing. I am still in that feeling of like, I mean, a nice warm bath and I hope to keep that going for as long as possible. What about yourself, Jack? Um, pretty much the same, like managed to get home to see the family and it was really nice to see them because obviously we never see them. But it didn't feel like home quite yet because my parents moved in the past year or so. So it's not the family home. So it felt, felt, like we were just, felt like we were just renting it out for Christmas. It was weird. But no, it was really nice. Yeah. Not much else to report. Hangovers are weird, aren't they? I'd forgotten what they were like. That was, that was a nasty shot. But yeah. No, I completely knew where Jen was coming from on that time when she came down here. Full of this. And full of, full, I, love full of this. It, I love how often it gets brought up. If she hadn't talked such a big game... Uh, that then, was it. Yeah, that was it, Jack. Absolutely. She got humbled. <clears throat> uh, but after getting Bucky for the first time in about a year, drinking that, like, you know, it's fizzy water, uh, <laughs> I, can, I can see where she's coming from because yeah, Bookfast yeah. hangovers, they hit a bit different. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, also found out that... <laughs> very naive I was. I thought even though with Tia restrictions and everything else happening i did think bishop Auckland would be like ah it's all right we'll still open we're bish we can take it <laughs> no even then we're like no of course not open the pubs you idiot <laughs> so i was like oh all right but before we go on to the things my mom who's another recurring character in this storyline known as the cultaholic podcast did send a present to Ross, Jack, Tom, oh, Sam, wow. and Adam, Merry Christmas from Big Mama Botch. Oh. <laughs> Not Mrs. Botch. She's, I don't, I don't know in that way. It's weird. This is so I genuinely don't know what this is. Though this I hope is it is exciting. Link's Africa because it's the anniversary of that. <laughs> oh! <laughs> wow, you can tell my mum does watch this show. 
<laughs> what else could it be? Reese's Pieces. Bloody hell. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, get in. Very good. Seven bars and so. Oh, there's lots of all these different genres. Peanut sticks, dark. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, you know. She doesn't oh. eat chocolate, so she obviously wants to be the Fantastic. Thank you very much, Mum. Thanks very and, much. Thank uh, you, Big Mama Botch. There we go. While I open this very rudely and dramatic... Oh, God, I've just torn it apart or whatever. Got the recycling. Um, as a means to go on... See, look, it's it's full. What are the assortments, Matthew? Oh, you're throwing it away, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go through them. There's a running selection. Uh, Reese's Nut Bar. Oh. Make your own jokes. Um, Dark... Boo! That's what's up. They have all the tag teams in the last two and a half hours. Um, Reese's Sticks, also known as Luke Gallo's Legs. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Uh, big Cup. <laughs> big Cup. I prefer playing Little Cup. Um, peanut Butter Cups. Yeah, but nothing. Stuffed with Pieces. Ha <laughs> And the favourite genre of the wrestling podcaster, white. <laughs> oh, no. Just saying. Uh, yeah, as a means to go on. Thank you, Mum. Appreciate it. Um, as a means to go on, I need to quickly say, you know what we're talking about, but we'll get on to the wrestling news, as dramatic as it was in a second. I just want to, as a means to go on, last time we met, about two weeks ago? God, it seems a lot longer. One of the things that got brought up on the podcast, I do apologise and hopefully become a better person because of it. Uh, I made a little jab at... The Coldaholic website and the little thing that presented as news. <laughs> because when you make it your whole existence about going, ha, mistake, sometimes you forget maybe you shouldn't do that and maybe you should be aware that you're making fun of something with, oh, I don't know, someone who works with you and the person who runs the website is doing a podcast with you at the same time. <laughs> so my sincerest apologies to Aiden who, bless his little heart, apparently he doesn't watch the, the podcast every week. Why would he? And uh, was gutted to see that the first time he's watched it in months, one of the opening bits was Ross going, Matthew, you always take the piss out of Aiden. He's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, oh, no, 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 no. You're not a recurring character. We make fun of all the other news people. Did he Ryan message Satan. Um, so I just want to clarify, Aiden, I'm really sorry. I'm completely wrong to be saying that little thing. And yes, it's a very stupid thing for me to go, hey, what a... There's a mistake on the Coolholic News website. Like, if you worked at McDonald's and a guy came up and said, how, oh, can I have a Big Mac? And I responded, nah, the crap. You know, you're not going to be selling Big Macs for very long. So again, very sorry, me being stupid, and I can only hope to improve 2021. No, we need to set up that fight for 2021. Oh, oh yeah, of course, Aiden. The guy yeah. who's never done anything wrong to me in my life. Oh, I'm coming after you. <laughs> fight so. hit three, Matthew yeah. and Aiden. <laughs> Oh, he kicked me head in, man. Oh. <laughs> Even looking like this, he'd still do it. But we'll go over the news that needs to be talked about. And we'll go on to the other merriment and silly bollocks that this podcast is renowned for. Of course, the big news happened during the festive period, the passing of Brody Lee. And honestly, when I saw it, because I was going to bed, I was just, all right, let me have a look, la, la, la. Passing, what? What's this on AW's Twitter? Is this an angle? It's a bit bad taste, this. And you scroll down and go, oh, it's real? And the fact that the, the family kept it quiet... It, no? Sorry. You're still there, sir. You're um, right. it, If it being quiet, it almost... It doesn't feel real. Like, there's no setup. There's no, like, oh, he's, he's ill. This might happen and stuff like that. So an absolute gut punch out of nowhere. Uh, and absolutely good to hear that it's happened. And again, use my words very carefully here. 
But on the positive side, the outpouring of support for him, the, the, the love from every wrestling company, both AEW and WWE for him, um, all the support for his family with Tony Khan uh, signing his son, uh, Tony Khan also buying the rights to Tom Waiters' All 55 song, so he owns it forever, so that that's Brody Lee's song forever, and everything else. And still, weeks later, people are saying great stories about him and all the, the impact and positive reassurance he gave people. is amazing to see. After the year of 2020, when someone was talking about a wrestler, it was negative more often than not. So, Ross, what are your thoughts? I don't know what we can say that hasn't already been said, but that's the thing. We've seen a few, like in, in terms of our time covering wrestling, we've seen a few deaths, but we've never seen the sort of outpouring from everybody who was saying similar things about the guy. It's just, just testament to what he, what he was and what he meant to people. I think that's what meant more than maybe his in-ring career. It's just what he sort of, the positive impact he had on people. So I don't know what else we can really say that hasn't been said already. Great guy, obviously. And yeah. A quick question um, to Ross. Well, obviously, moving on to Jack. Did you have any interactions with him over the years? Never, I've never, ever. I've never, never, met him, never uh, ever. Oh, goodness. Um, but I was just going to say that the, obviously we didn't talk about it because it fell when we were all off for Christmas. But the tribute show was just so well done. It was a great tribute to him. Like for everything from like the thing with MJF and his kid and the uh, Eric Rowan surprise appearance and everything and all the matches. You could tell that everyone was just like. Just trying to put on the best show they could in honor of his memory, and it was so so well done. It was it was really good. Yeah, and yeah, that's all we can say. But like, the only interaction I had with them, I put us on Twitter. Uh, was one time, maybe it was something I was doing on the podcast, sort of thing. But he said something like, "Ah, oh, my DMs open. Please send us some encouragement or reassurement. I forget which one it was." So I sent him Chuck Taylor gifts. Because that's you know it's gonna make a bad day good. And he went, "Is this for me?" And I went, "Yeah, some encouragement." You know, Chuck Taylor. And he went, "Oh, I love Chuck Taylor, me." <laughs> and then hours later, I think I woke up and he went, "You sent me some more." <laughs> <laughs> so, and apparently he also. Uh, I mean, again, spent the entire time talking about the influence and impact he had. But apparently, the term "shindies," which is a negative term for a bad independent wrestling company, uh, came from him. <laughs> He's the guy who uh, popularized it. So thank you very much on behalf of all the good companies and the bad ones to Brody Lee. Uh, also during the period, uh, Danny Hodge, the legendary uh, amateur and professional wrestler, passed away. Uh, most known, I mean, amongst all of his amazing career he had, was the fact that he had extra ligaments in his hand. So even in his 70s, he was still able to publicly appear and crush apples. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, I believe the same line was used when Harley Race passed away. When he passed away quietly in his sleep, and someone replied, "Well, of course, of course, the reaper had to come from when he was sleeping. If he was awake, it would have beaten him up." Moving <laughs> <laughs> uh, back on track, uh, my skull and Ring of Honor have parted ways. Yes, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Ring of Honor recently turned eighteen, so he had no further usage. No, call him as I see him. <laughs> Uh, Carlito advertised <laughs> for the uh, Monday Night Raw Legends special. Uh, didn't show up. The reason for his absence was apparently according to Wrestling Inc. And also good guy Aiden from Coldaholic. They did contact Carlito about being there, but he was never officially booked. And someone simply jumped the gun backstage by announcing him. Mm. Okay. Carlito kind of shrugged it off on Twitter. And I think it was Tom Campbell who said maybe... 
someone whose gimmick is spitting bits of food at people isn't the best given the current global situation. Maybe that was for the yeah. best that he is now. But no, I like Carlito, and I'm always sad when he is rumoured to show up and then inevitably doesn't. So, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely a guy who I would treat as a legend, despite the fact that everyone else is like, world champion this, world champion that. It's like Carlito. Could have, but couldn't be asked. Brilliant. Love him. Yeah. Uh, also, Mike Johnson of PW Insider and good guy Aiden, uh, Drew McIntyre was originally scheduled to cut a promo the last bit of Raw about how the legends on the ramp did this and that, uh, except they were running long. So Goldberg came out, made his entrance, and started talking about, you're always talking about the legends and how much you don't like them, Drew. <laughs> came after an episode of Raw where he was having a great time with Hulk Hogan and after that feud with Randy Orton where he was respectful and, you know, fought for the, get the vengeance of these legends on Randy Orton for, for knocking them all out with night vision goggles on and whatnot. It was fantastic how little it made any sort of sense whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, Drew, and then I'll oh, go on. Just Drew as well, going like, "I'm not going to fight you." That's like fighting my dad. <laughs> it's just so good. <laughs> and then Goldberg pushed him. Drew fell over, and it immediately cut into Armstrong goals to Boston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you on Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> didn't he, he nut him after the show went off the air? Didn't he? They just oh. didn't, left that out. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Oh, did or he? Something like that. Yeah, I, I read that somewhere. I don't know if it's true or not. Oh. Well, if it was true then Aiden reported it. If it was incorrect, it was Mike Johnson of PW Insider. <laughs> I like Mike Johnson because he was the one who um, who TNA accidentally emailed about Russo, I think. Or was it Russo accidentally emailed him about TNA? He was CC'd <clears throat> in it, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> CC was Dixie Carter, Russo, and Fox representatives. <laughs> Russo was not here. <laughs> anyway. And that is all the proper news we have, but... New Japan just did a thing. So I'm going to talk to Jack King. Oh, because the King right. stands because King is the king of sports with the New Japan logo. Matthew, uh, Puro Twitter has come for me and Ross. Well, me once again and Ross as well this Puro. time. He's been, he's been caught. He's been caught in the crossfire. So. No, no. I thought Yoshi wrestler wrestling hated you. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, both. both oh, now, you, now you call them Puro. They're going to hate even oh, more. But well, sorry. I'm going to stir the pot here. Why is that, Jack? Okay, Japanese wrestling Twitter has come for me and Ross because we were laughing about Gato Move. And I don't know, we we laugh at everything on this channel, often ourselves. So it's a promotion that's silly and we laughed at it and then people got annoyed. So I'm I guessing Ross might already have the muted or whatever. See, I don't know if you've seen well, any of this. I, I saw the tweet and I got a bit annoyed, but I shouldn't have. But like, I, I guess people see us in our roles as covering professional wrestling and think we should watch all of the wrestling. Yeah. Every last second of every single promotion. I, I didn't reply, but I was just thinking like, I watch all of WWE that I have to cover. I watch AEW that I have to cover. When I go home from work, the last thing I want to do is watch more wrestling. And I know that might sound like incomprehensible to people who watch us, but like you do get burned out. And uh, I'm sorry I don't watch Gato Move Pro Wrestling. And I'm sorry that we sort of dismissed Demi Sakura's yeah in Gato Pro Wrestling. But I didn't have a clue because I haven't been watching Gato yeah. Pro Wrestling. And I'm sorry that I don't watch all of the wrestling. <laughs> now, <laughs> Rossi is going to be on Gato Move graded weekly from now on. Yeah, just yeah. To learn I, and I'm looking forward to it. Every single... <laughs> The window and the mat and everything involved in Gato, Pro, uh, Gato Move Pro Wrestling. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, I like the, how, by the way, it did interrupt. I like how with like, oh yeah, Gato Move. They have this really weird setup where there's like a window. It looks really crap. And then we're like, hi, I'm in front of my kitchen. 
(laughs) (laughs) Now, originally what happened was that it's because I, there's a wrestler called Kenno who wrestles for Noah and I once accidentally said he wrestles for Dragon Gate and there are people still holding on to that. It's like three years ago now, lads. There's a cage match, you know, cage match, how it's got matches and then you click on the rating and you can read the comments of what people thought of the matches. And there's a comment on one of Kenno's matches from like last year, like 2020 is in, saying, um, I equate this sort of match to Jack the Jobber's misconception that Kenno wrestled for track. I was like, what's going on? I was just sat at home, just reading these match reviews. And then I was like, saw my name. I was like, it's not, not this again. Um, I sorry, Wrestle Kingdom happened, Matthew. Is that what, that's what you meant? That's yes, what we, yes, that, that is what we want, but I'm glad you brought it up. Have either of you seen any of it? This year. I've seen night one. Mm. I've seen Kota Bushi flexing. Kota Bushi life really ridiculously. He, he he's in right. ridiculous shape now. He is the most concrete sort of information, uh, the concrete evidence, I should say, that life isn't actually real and it's just a simulation. That that was my takeaway from Wrestle Kingdom because I've seen it before where he goes through things that no like normal human <coughs> being should be able to live to tell the tale. But he keeps doing it and he keeps coming back for more. So I reckon life is just a simulation now, thanks to Kota Ibushi. What, what is meant to be is meant to be. There's nothing we can do to change it. We're just going to live out our oh, simulation no. and then die. There he's back. Oh, oh, bollocks. Have I gone ever? You went when you did that. It looked like you were striking a pose. Um, yeah, Kota Ibushi is proof that life is a simulation. Yeah. He also looks about 19, but he's in his late 30s. Just, yeah, just no, insane. he's not. He is. He's in his late 30s. No, he's 17, man. <laughs> um, well, that, that match was one of my three favourite matches of the night. Because I'm gonna. Everyone knows I don't watch New Japan Pro Wrestling all the time. This is my fourth Wrestle Kingdom that I've been managed to uh, to manage to see, um, and that was one of the matches of the night. The match before it with Osprey grunting endlessly. <laughs> that was another one, and then the opener for me. That was the other the other match of the night contender. That A was good great night of wrestling, well. yeah. Night two was really good as well. Um, the main event was like this big, epic, classic, like good versus evil, but they did it really, really, really well. But it did go very long. It was almost 50 minutes long. Still really, really good. And uh, the, what was the match before it? The other uh, junior heavyweight match, Ishimori and Takahashi, that was really good. And Jeff Cobb and Shingo Takagi, oh my God, just put on like such a good it it nearly stole the show. It might have even been a lot of people's favourite match of the night because it's just two massive, big lads just throwing each other around and hitting each other really hard. And sometimes you just want wrestling to just be that. And it was, and it was fantastic. It's a really good couple of shows from New Japan. Um, I don't get the Great Okan still, but we'll wait and see His what... teeth? <laughs> Bloody hell. Are you seeing them? No, I can't think. I think I think it is when uh, people get veneers fitted and they have them like chiselled down. I think I saw a picture of Katie Price with her veneers taken off, and it was just like daggers in the mouth pointing down, like, like you know, like an like an ice thing. Yeah, I'm dead today. I'm sorry. I'm not with it today. But his teeth are like that, and it's terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. He's oh. a scary man. I don't really. Matthew pointed out that apparently me and him have. And, and you as well, Rock. We've seen one of his matches or several at the at that tournament in Manchester, but I don't remember. Oh, well, yeah, I, we were quite drunk, weren't we? Is yeah. this at um, Wrestling Media Con? Uh, oh. Yeah. It's a shame about Wrestling Media Con being cancelled last year because of COVID. I had a great time at Wrestling Media Con. <laughs> Should we pretend it happened? Yeah, you know what? I was there. The great Okan was there. He was filing his teeth. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm seen- right then. He's just wearing a snazzy like, mouth guard. 
I hope they are actually real teeth worth looking at there and not just a design on a mouthpiece. Have you seen any of it, Matthew? No, not uh, like, like uh, yourself in a Gator move. I don't, uh, <laughs> I haven't watched any New Japan. Have you, have it's you not seen, me trying to be, oh, so look how even... cool and hip I am, as some people on Twitch think I am because I don't play many AAA games. Uh, no, I just, they're not very cool with me using their footage and there's enough WWE and NXT footage ah, for me to be enough. eaten. No need for me to order that, That's everyone, Matthew. You put in the, put NJPW in the title and they come after you. It's disgraceful. Oh, oh God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job. We haven't set up a group named after one of their trademarks. Uh, more on that later on. But the last bit of news that I almost uh, forgot. So AAA, Triple uh, Mania was their big event they had just before Christmas. They, were, they actually had it. Wasn't sure if they were going to have it or not. And it was put on the their YouTube channel. Their YouTube channel is no longer there. Oh. Because apparently, let's see, the promotion's parent company, oh, screw that, we're not going to do a good job of that, is being sued by its USA headquarters and factory-made ventures, who at one point co-founded Lucha Underground, uh, over the possible crimes of contract breach and copyright infringement. And while the, investigation is, uh, while the investigation is taking place, their YouTube channel is momentarily taken down and the future is in jeopardy. Ooh. Again, the week after the biggest show of the year. And then, coincidentally, the El Rey network that aired Lucha Underground shut down on New Year's Day as well because partnership with Univision ended. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. <laughs> oh, so, that will be so sad. So if you didn't see Triple, Triple Mania like I told you to last time we did this podcast, oh, well, <laughs> yeah. shame. And that, I think, is all the news that we've caught up with. It is. Then that's the end of the segment. Hooray. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah, now it's time for everyone's favourite segment. Oh, you all right there, Ross? What's that? Some breaking news coming in my ear from one Richard Tuppen, <laughs> who has informed me that it is indeed a mouthpiece of the Great O'Khan and not his actual chiselled down teeth. And it's a very convincing mouthpiece. It must be quite expensive. It is just Richard's, <laughs> Richard's voice. You Obviously, the listeners can't hear it, but his very unimpressed voice when he came through that. <laughs> it was like speaking about New Japan with Sam. He speaks, he oh. talks down to me endlessly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He makes me feel like such a bad person for not knowing more about New Japan Pro Wrestling every time I speak to him about it. <laughs> well, like, just, well, I know what you mean. I'm trying to, I'm trying I to get more I can't, I can't, you know, yeah. we all know a New Japan fan like that. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I'm glad you clarified that bit about the mouth guard. I'm sure when people cut out the bit where you said it was his real teeth and put it on Twitter, they'll make sure to include the other bit so you <laughs> don't look silly. Yeah, I know. Someone so, tried to do that with me again with Taz. Oh, what, God. What were you saying about Taz this time? I didn't say anything about Taz this time. I've committed the crime of looking a bit like his son. So someone's put like, look. Oh, yeah, some people, a few people have been, apparently, I don't, I don't, I don't Taz. really know. It's because he looks, because he's young, because he's young, Matthews, because he's young. And wears hats. Well, I sometimes wears yeah. a hat, Yeah. <laughs> Do I look like him there? Okay. Are you taller than your dad? It's very close. We're the same height. So no. No, well, maybe marginally, yeah, but not not. Unless this... you're like, well, you know, it's close. <laughs> some days think, I'm taller than him. Some think, days you're taller than me. I think I'm five ten, and he's almost five, and he used to be five ten, and has shrunk a bit. So yes, I am taller than my dad, but it's not as different as Hook and Taz. Awesome. What would you be called if you had the choice of naming yourself after your favourite kids' film like him? Because if my dad was Taz, I'd probably be called you know, Pokemon the first movie Greg at this point. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be Jack Street Fighter the movie King. 
Ross, the nightmare before Christmas twaddle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel like Justin Roberts' voice announcing it as well. So, Anyway, yes, this is the second bit of the podcast where we do the Hall of Fame. So in condescending order from the last time we were together in third place, <laughs> one billion lions. Yeah, well, I'm still getting tweets to this day of people going, well, Charizard can fly. There's a billion of them. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Yes, that was the one billion lions versus Pokemon debate we had. And uh, it's not a bit far-fetched to me. Oh! oh, oh. <laughs> that was really good. Been writing lines would have been off. Uh, Mark Austin's Good Evening Pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> it's a disgrace that didn't win. Good evening, Do you have the pedophiles. audio recording? Huh? Can you play it one more time? Speak amongst yourselves for a second. I'll have oh, to okay. scroll back on Twitter. Uh, well... Oh, there we go. Why he's loading us up. In first place, Jack and Ross. 64%. I did. Matthew. I did, and it was a sincere attempt, not only winning the votes that week, but also the hearts and minds of people watching, because I'm sure, I am right, haha, 64, uh, that a lot of people echoed my sentiments. 2020 sucked. 2020 was the WrestleMania. Oh, now which one? This one's a really bad one. Two. Nah, WrestleMania 9's aged all right because it's been so much worse. 27. Two. 27, right. 32. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know what? Actually, yeah, you win that one, Ross. The WrestleMania 32, 2020. And thank God you have had these little slips of things to make life a little bit better, a bit more tasty, and you two are largely responsible for that. Now, in that lovely introduction, let's hear the sound. This is ITV News at 10 with Mark Austin and Julie Etchingham. Good evening, paedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> Never, ever get old, does it? Um, always use a comma, kids. Always use a comma. Beautiful. Just steamrolled right through it. <laughs> Damn it. If you write it on the teleprompter, Mark Austin will read it. <sighs> so, first place this week. Oh, I'll go first. Uh, very simple one this week. Someone shared on uh, an old post on Twitter that was on Reddit on R Squared Circle in 2016. The title was Ray Mysterio called me a little bitch back when I was eight at a house show. <laughs> I've shared this story. Right, I've shared this story with my friends and even my family, but they always laugh it off. To be honest, though, I would too. Anyway, Ray Mysterio was doing his regular entrance of talking to us kids while whispering things to us. <laughs> he, he put a mask over my face and said. Do something with your life, you little bitch. And, <laughs> and then continued to make his entrance. I never knew what he said to the rest of the kids, but he was straight up with me. Lol. <laughs> oh, thank you, 423GetFame. Uh, That's the username. Uh, don't know if it's true, but it is typed very convincingly. I hope it is. <laughs> <laughs> just not only that story, but the idea that Rey Mysterio... It's just run out of things to say to kids. And he's, he did encouragement like five or ten years ago. But now it's just like, you suck, you little bitch. <laughs> because who's going to believe him? Uh, who's going to believe that Ray Mysterio Jr. said that to a kid? Uh, no one. So he could say to, what be, he to be fair, Ray Mysterio did say he used to beat his kids on Twitter that time. What? <laughs> it was 2K13. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So there, nice and simple. Ray Mysterio calling kids. Little bitches. And that's it. Sometimes that's all you that's need. A good one. That's a very good one. In second place, Ross Twiddell, what have you got for us? I was watch- One of my New Year's resolutions this year was to watch more AEW Dark, and I'm bloody well glad I did this week because 
obviously Jungle Boy got a no, new theme, didn't he? Oh, no! I've gone for it. And then, of course, Taz clearly didn't know what was going to happen, so he gave us a fantastic sing-along because he was so excited and so happy to hear that there. Tar- was it Tarzan Boy? I forgot Tarzan what it was Boy. Tarzan I Boy. Baltimore. Baltimore. Chicken Baltimore. Mm. Um, and he sang along, and it was fantastic. Go and watch it if you haven't already. He was genuinely surprised, wasn't he? He hadn't got a clue, did he? No. It was so good. Yeah. Because apparently Tony Khan's done, I've seen what line, it's like a a millionaire's flex, where you just buy the rights to a song. You go, that's it. Got copyright strikers because I own it. Ha ha ha. Wonder how much it costs. Mm. If anyone knows in the comments down below, how much does it cost to buy a song, roughly? I've not been able to stop playing that song. My nomination was going to be just the song itself. So good. We can do that if you want. Oh, you can split the vote. No, me, then. no, I don't. Uh... I can do Taz's reaction for my entry, and you can do the song itself. Yeah, the song. I'll just do the song itself because it's it's so good. Um, I'd never heard it before, which I'm because apparently it was a you big not? hit. In you the, never yeah. heard the, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, Maybe I've heard it and not realised, <laughs> but I've never heard the song properly. And uh, it's pr- oh, surely it's been on in Rise or something. Maybe could be a Rise. Sometimes they'll play like Duran Duran and stuff. Like they do play eighties. It's definitely... I think there were one hit... Well, actually, I'm not sure because I couldn't name any of the Baltimore No, I hits. did some research on uh, Baltimore. Oh, go on. The singer is a, an Irishman. Uh, he's dead now, unfortunately. But um, the rest of them, all the producers and everybody, are all Italian. So somehow he met... They met and made Baltimore, yeah. So that oh. song was... Apparently, they're one-hit wonders everywhere apart from Italy, where they're quite beloved. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. It's quite nice. So... Um, but I, I'd never seen... I've seen like footage of Jungle Boy in PWG, but I've never seen the entrance with the music, so I can't wait for crowds to be back properly because surely everyone's going to sing along to that. Yeah, they'll stop singing along with Judas. Now they'll see what Jericho's doing a podcast about. Oh and my so God, just, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. What's he doing a podcast about? Oh no. Oh, lots of lovely happy things right now. Um, I want to know. Oh, okay. Very... Um, he had some COVID oh. denies on. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake, man. But he's not a political person, Ross. It's all right. <laughs> if you tweet that you're not a political person, have COVID deniers on. After you did a gig in 2020, which spread it along, uh, whatever. I, well, I digress. Trump, he had Trump's you know. son on as well, didn't he? Not too long yeah. ago. And he was asked, do you do politics? And Jericho went, no. Well, whatever. But yes, I remember that song back in the day. It was a You're the Man Now Dog meme. And it was associated with the drink Gay Juice. Because it was a different time, I guess. So it's weird seeing these things come back, and now it's back again in a new, completely different meme form, where it's Taz singing it, because he didn't know it was coming. That reminds me of my Pizza Boy delivery days, and uh, going to the petrol station late at night, flagging a bit because it was late at night, and going for an energy drink and finding one called Pussy. Do you remember that one? (laughs) God, it was was all natural ingredients or whatever. It was lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Nice berry. It was berry variant. It was always a delightful beverage. It was a strange drink. Yeah. Was it with one S? I think I remember no, it. Two, two S's. Two S's. Wasn't it? Yeah, was, it was, two it was, it an e, was it an E on the end instead of a Y? No, 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 Y. Wow, no, I don't remember that. No. Yeah. In a white can it was with pink letters. Little white pussy. <laughs> Little white pussy. <laughs> There's some more oh, stuff to get clipped. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> anyway. So are you telling me one of you is doing Taz's reaction and one's doing Tarzan boy? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Damn it. Now people really got to decide. I was going to nominate originally before Dark, 
last week. I was thinking, I'm going to nominate Matthew back to be a nice, because he nominated me and Rob. And I thought, no, I'm not going to stoop to that. I'm not going to pander. So I'm just going for a song instead. Yeah, you're not going to pander. You're not uh, some other members of Cultaholic. So <laughs> good for you for standing on your morals, Jack. You need them to look over your dad. So those votes <laughs> for the no, Patreon people. That's such a bad... We're Sorry. the same height. And if he hears this, he's going to be like, well, why are you going to tell people I'm short? Um, he doesn't watch any of the content. It's fine. It's okay. I was on this debate. There's somebody I go for walks with every week or so when we're allowed to. And they still insist that the five eight, and I go, I'm looking yeah. at you eye to eye, and I'm five six. He goes, well, the nurse said I was five eight, and then they waited and went, but I think they were being nice to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yes, the votes this week are <laughs> Rome Stereo called the Kid Bit. That's gonna win. It should win. <laughs> Ross's pick is Taz's reaction to Tarzan Boy by Baltimore. Jack's pick is the song itself, in brackets, without Taz. Yeah, the non-Taz version, yeah. That seems simple enough. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing bad can happen there. Uh, And, of course, you can't vote. It's actually a secret service. There's no way of... They're being stupid. Of course, you can vote by going to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. Sponsored by Pussy. (laughs) Dodgy, Dodgy energy drinks round will do one. One week. Because Pussy was one. Wasn't there one called Cocaine? I don't think... See, people said it was available in the UK, but I never had Cocaine. Okay, right. Uh, <laughs> but there was one. Sprite had an energy drink very briefly in, I want to say, 07, 08. Because I drank it one time for doing an essay. I drank it. woke up the next day and there was the essay written. And I had no idea how it got there. I got a 2-1 out of it. <laughs> And then it was it just wasn't available to buy anywhere else. So whatever was in that, thank you very much for inventing it. Coca-Cola have an energy drink as well. And it is mm. honestly, they've honestly they've gone down a little, maybe Aldi, got little Aldi owned brand cola, roller cola, put it in a can and called it Coke Energy or something. Disgraceful. <laughs> it just tastes like flat coat. Yeah, just like right. roller cola. Mm. Fair enough. You are right, Ross. Whenever you get a drink, like it's a alcoholic beverage. Whatever, like uh, Captain Morgan and Coke in the little cans. It's always roller cola. Yeah. yeah. There's no wrong with roller cola. It's just not as good as it as a crisp Pepsi mask Max. Yeah, you don't want to pay Coca Cola prices for roller cola. That's the thing. <laughs> so. Uh, That's the quick end of the note, Hall of Fame. A quick note. Yeah, there's some updates on the Rimster Little Bitch thing. Nick Jolly says, "I remember as a kid waiting with my dad, a bunch of other fans." By the fence outside the venue for a show. Flair comes out, so he'll lose it. He looks at us, pauses for a minute, laughs, turns around and starts back inside. Classic. Wrestlers are dicks. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ah. <sighs> this week in wrestling. Smackdown. There we go. Good oh, place to start. And you have forgot. And you have forgotten to do something. I watched SmackDown. <laughs> you know nah. Ah, oh, bollocks. Sorry, I'll tell you though, to... it's a, we'll explain it to you. And it was all right. You missed a good show. I didn't watch any wrestling when I, it was the Christmas period, New Year's period. So this is it was. This was the first thing I watched in a week. It was actually really refreshing to have a week off. So sorry if you guys expect us to talk about the New Year's special, wherever AEW called. It didn't exist to us. Wait, we uh, are doing the New Year. We're doing. No, yeah, but smash. So they called oh the one before, sorry. Yeah, yeah. they've yeah, done yeah. bash and smash. <laughs> melee. Melee <laughs> and roadblock. 
SmackDown. Kevin Owens interrupts Reigns' opening promo and says that Roman's family failed because he's still here. And now he wants revenge on Jey Uso. Backstage, Adam yeah, not on Ro- Sorry, not on Roman. On Jay. Yeah, because he's yeah. Uh, an interfering little so-and-so. Uh, backstage, Adam Pearce won't give Owens the match with Jay for some reason, but eventually he does because he's contractually obligated to make an appearance and do something. Is that little Adam Pearce? Yeah. Uh, more on that later. Sami Zayn attacks Big E during a match with Corbin because, of course, the week before this, Big E won the IC title from him. Uh, Apollo Crews saves him. It turns into a tag match between Zayn and Corbin, Big E and Apollo. Corbin and the Forgotten Sons uh, get sick of Zayn and walk out on him, allowing the goodies to win. And then Big E offers Apollo a title match next week, and he accepts. Mm. Mm. First of all, what do you think about Big E? I like Big E. He's a nice man. Did you see the promo he did on YouTube about, with a little hard hat on, he was going to build construction in no. Sami Zayn's butt? He was going to open his cheeks and everything, wasn't he? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, and it the... went on and on and <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> you know, a few weeks ago we said about the predictions for 2021, and one of mine was, let the wrestlers do cocaine. <laughs> I think Big E watches this show. Just saying. The Riot Squad beat Natalia and Tamina after an accidental distraction from Billy Kay. Uh, Billy tries to celebrate with the Riot Squad, who don't want anything to do with her. Yeah, Billy's Billy's floundering right now. <laughs> Poor Billy. Yeah, she's Billy no, mate. They, in fact, they said to her, the kid is not my... Ah. Sorry. Oh, you should have committed to that. That was good, Jack. That was no. <laughs> Carmella and Bailey beat Sasha Banks. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Um, I knocked my mic over and it stopped the recording because I was so distraught at the treatment of Billy Kay. Yeah, his, his, his Michael Jackson reference bomb, so he deliberately sabotaged the show. Drove it off a cliff. <laughs> anyway, where were we? Carmella and Bailey beat Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair after Carmella pins the champ. Oh. I'm, I'm liking. Oh, Ross Carmella. is not happy with that. Oh, okay, go on then. Oh, it's just the champ you're <clears> getting <throat> pinned on the weekly show. You just you get sick of hearing about it, don't you? Nothing against Carmella. I like the new Carmella with her psychotic ways and delusion and Somalia. Yes. Um, but yeah, just don't like the champions always getting pinned. Why? 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 Well, there's why? more. Of that, there's more of that on Raw as well. So. <laughs> You are right in a sense, but I look at it like this being positive and very positive about wrestling. Um, Carmella does need to have that respect because she's not really up there at the upper echelon. So her pinning the champ in a tag match is actually all right for Carmella. Hmm. I know, I thought I'll did, say something. Did, Red, did Reggie do anything? I love Reggie. Bits. He didn't have a, really a bearing on the. Uh, yeah, he did bits, yeah. Just doing bits. I don't yeah. think he did anything particularly wild. He is a wild guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a party animal. <laughs> he had more than six people to his garden for a, a gathering. He might have done. I can't remember if... Uh, this show feels like it was ages ago now. Did he do anything? Do you remember, Matthew, if he did no. anything? Mm. No. I'm watching watch for him. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Anyway. Feels like just, it feels like, right? Because I, I swear I've seen him do it about 20 times, even though he's only been on SmackDown. <laughs> about four, maybe? Yeah. A flip off the apron. He loves it. He loves a bit of flippy action, does Reggie. Good old Reggie. Where are we? The Street Profits <laughs> give their predictions for 2021. Andrew Dawkins plays drums for some reason, it says. Dawkins here. can play drums, sort of. Yeah. He's all right. 
So he's not completely useless. Oh. <laughs> I'm joking, everybody. Calm wow. down. It's all right, man. He's a, good, okay. he's a good hot tag. I just don't know why he was playing the drums. Okay, three profits to it, you know. Uh, Ziggler and Rude ambushed them and beat them down, but the drums weren't the story. The story is Ziggler and Rude now have a new tag team name. The Dirty Dogs. Oh, yeah. Shirt said it. Dogs. When he, when he pushed, because the, the ambush came when Rude pushed... Um, Dorgan's over the front of the drum kit and it reminded me of the fight in Step Brothers when he teabags his snare drum. Good times. Thanks for sharing, Jack. It's all right. I think Dirty Dogs isn't a great name, especially when the tag team name of Rue Dolph was right there for the taking. Oh. Yeah. Rue Dolph, the wrestling tag team, could have been the theme. Had a very crappy push. <laughs> to be fair, I do like those those two slime balls being called dirty dogs. Couple dirty, of middle aged men, dudes. couple of midlife crises, a couple yeah. of dirty dogs wearing leather jackets going down the pub and shagging everybody. That's, That's them. <laughs> They're taking their divorce as well. The dirty dogs. <laughs> uh, Daniel Bryan takes part in some interesting training with Otis and Chad Gable. Later, Bryan and Otis beat Cesaro and Nakamura. I saw. I remember reading something about Brian saying, "I might be done soon." <laughs> Good time that. in there. I did. See, I did see that pose at the end. What was that about? The, the like the superhero and then the hip thrust. What was that about? I, I don't know. Uh, I think it's exercise. That thing that Jack said he'd do Look, at the start of New Year's. I've and some guy in Twitter tweets him every day. What are the chances that he would say that and then another lockdown would happen there? Eh? As if I've caused, I've uh, caused the lockdown. What are the chances? Dear Boris, I have made a promise I cannot possibly fulfil. Please lock the country yeah. down again. Jack just got a big bag of COVID and threw out his window and was oh, sorry, mate, there's a lockdown. <laughs> and then Owens beat Jay in the main event and handcuffs him and beats him down like a dirty dog. Oh, no, mind. And um, trying to draw out Roman Reigns. Roman eventually saves Jay and then beats up Owen in the Thunderdome itself. They went into the Thunderdome. It did, didn't they? Into the unknown. Um, they don't need in, like the scre- in between the screens, it looked weird. Yeah, very dramatic. And then they threw him off a ledge through a table to end the show. And somehow, inexplicably, it was reported on major news websites that Kevin Owens had suffered brutal injuries. Brutal? <laughs> it, it looked very strange <laughs> to see it reported on normal wrestling themes. He fell off a table and perfectly placed one and broke every bone in his body. He'll be back in a week. Thank you. Yeah. All right. It was yeah. all right. It was all right. It was an all right SmackDown. Yeah, you know what? SmackDown isn't spectacular very often, but the little stories they're setting up and they're given a reason to watch every week or next week. It's very encouraging, I find. It's just, it's just a shame this week for Raw that everyone, does, every other brand and promotion decided to have a good to amazing show and then Raw <laughs> just... <laughs> Monday Night Raw, <laughs> Legends Night. Can we can we just talk about Randy Orton and then we'll talk about Keith and Drew and then we'll just move on. No, I want to go through all of it. There's <laughs> so much to. nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like I like Ross's idea first, but you know, there are people who watch these long, tedious shows, and if they're watching Raw, then I think we know why. We get a cold open. It's <laughs> a good pun there because Hulk Hogan's there introducing the H phone. Says here, I don't know why. Should we talk about how Hulk Hogan said the young guys are very cold to him for some reason? I think the quote was something like, maybe they're scared that he's going to take away the main event from them. 
Yes, that must be the reason why they don't like you, Hogan. Was it big, was it big I can't Swole? think of anything else you've done recently that would make them dislike you. Was it Big Swole who went on Twitter and went, I don't think that's why Terry, mate. Yeah. I think, I think every wrestler was like, wait, 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 can I go first, then you go second? Oh, okay, you've been in the business longer than me to do that tweet. Uh, but I know, it must be interesting to live a day in Hulk Hogan's head and see the world how only Hulk Hogan can see it. Because it is amazing. You know, how, you know... Sorry, Sorry, I was going to say, you know how Homer Simpson sees the world when he puts on Flanders glasses? Yeah. yeah. It's like that, but everyone's in red and white and the song, uh, red and yellow, and the song is just playing constantly and it's just, everyone's like, yeah! He opens the door and all the neighbours and the the postman stops at the door and goes, Hogan! Anyway, first of all... What were you saying, Ross? Sorry. I was just going to say that apparently in the news it was saying that Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan got in the production meeting for this Mm. week's role. And I watched, I caught up on last week's Raw in preparation for the podcast, and that went off the air with Randy Orton with a naked flame in his hands and Alexa Bliss drenched in petrol. And we were asking ourselves, did Randy Orton set this woman on fire? Is Alexa Bliss dead? Is Randy Orton in jail for murdering two people and setting them on fire? And then the next episode starts with Hulk Hogan going, this is a H-phone, brother. You can do the tweet, brother. You can do the Instagram, brother. You can do something else, brother. You can even make a phone call, brother. Why the... I know he swore there. Why are we not starting with the next update in the story that is Randy Orton setting everyone on fire instead of this bollocks? Oh, it pissed me off, that did. Oh, it got me going. Oh. It's true. Don't use common sense, Ross. Oh, just, why do, oh, hey. People call us AEW shills, right? But I'll, you know, I I like to think we're quite objective on this channel. When we see something we like, we say we like it. When we see see something we don't like, we say we don't like it. But WWE don't help their cause a lot, do they? Why was that happening? Sorry about that. No. I was (laughs) love it for Pete then. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of which, um, did you see? I don't know. Who cares about Raw? Um, <laughs> speaking of legends, did you read the Guardian article this week about Tio Aspria? No. Oh, it was a blind. It was just like he was a joy when Tio Aspria lit up Newcastle 25 years ago. Uh, for some reason, it's just a nice article written about him on his 25th anniversary. I was expecting it to be more on his porn career. His porn directing career. Sorry, not porn career. Bit different. He's what? behind the camera. He's a porn director and he sells condoms. He's a gangrel. I didn't know that actually. <laughs> Bloody hell. Well, Gangrel does fanging and banging and Satino would do flipping and... Uh, Insert yeah. word there. Let's you know, yeah, there's no PG way of <laughs> continuous conversation, so uh, let's move on, shall we? Um, I suppose the intro that we just did. So, yeah, I mean, you are right, and it was dipping. funny when they got to Randy Dip, Orton. Flipping and dipping. Dip, flipping yeah, and dipping. Sorry, yeah, we go. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, oh, no, is Randy Orton going to burn a woman to death? And then... Because <laughs> then he went... All right, let's check with Randy Orton. So, Randy Orton, did you burn her eye? <laughs> Time stopped. When Raw goes off the air, it's everything goes Street. off the air. So that's it. And then everyone just stops what they're doing. It's amazing. Um, that was EastEnders, not Coronation Street. I beg your pardon. <laughs> but, and then he, got him and he goes, no, I didn't. He was disgusted at himself because he showed restraint. He's like, you know what? I'll go kill some legends instead. Uh, sorry, I just didn't want to bring up Hogan at the start there, being in the production meeting. Maybe that was like the original plan for them to like do oh, the next part of that you... story. But then Hogan oh. came in and went, do you know what a great idea would be? Me telling you what a phone is. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but I think you're giving them way too much credit. <laughs> I think it's fun. Let's just have Hogan, Hogan start it because it's Hogan. Uh, 
And I did like, I think it must have been a Trevor Dame tweet because he's amazing at it. He says, yes, the H-phone, or as Hogan calls it, camera three. <laughs> Miz and Morrison open the show with no, Miz no, TV. The, you've skipped some of my notes there. I'm going to the next bit. I thought you'd skip some of my Orton notes. No, we're, we're doing it in order. Chron- sorry, sorry. Sorry. Miz and Morrison open the show with Miz TV. Their guests are the New Day, who crushed the segment and are arguably being more annoying than the actual heels. Teddy Long interrupts and books Miz and Morrison versus The Undertaker. Pl- no, no, uh, no, they're not. Uh, Adam Pearce corrects him. It's actually a tag match between the two teams in the ring and the New Day win. There's a few things there. The New Day work when they're doing their shtick against a team who are being serious. They work really well against the Hurt Business when they're stood there like this, and then the New Day are like, New Day, New Day, and it works. When they're two teams being silly buggers, it's just having the mirror next to another mirror, and it's just bouncing off. It's, it's an like, infinite amount of silly bugger. It's like when Sandy Toxvig left Big Off and Matt Lucas replaced... No, I like Matt Lucas, but you can't have Nolan and Matt Lucas together. There's too much silliness. Right. You need a it. Sandy... And I know Sandy gets involved with the banda now and then, but Sandy's more... She's the, she's the more... You know what I mean? She's the more serious one. This is that. The Big yeah. Off is raw. You need to have Morecambe and Wise, not Morecambe and Morecambe. Exactly. You need, a, you, need a, you need an Eric... You need an Ernie Wise. Yeah. Yes. And then Tay Long showed up and did his one of two memes. See, the Undertaker is the tag thing. And I realised to my horror that this is now an old joke. Yeah. Because he was doing this when he was GM of SmackDown in 07. It's just weird. You're like, oh yeah, that, that's not... Tay Long hasn't been a regular part of the show in years, has he? Because uh, even his joke is old. Yeah. Anyway, the New Day win. The Miz, should be worth mentioning if you haven't been paying attention, got his briefcase back. Aye. Because mm. it turns out Morrison did the briefcase. I'm thinking, shall we... Do we even cover TLC? I guess we no, wouldn't have. We, if we no, it was, it, we did cover TLC. We didn't. We missed the raw when he got it back. Oh, there we go. Yeah, Morrison cashed it in for him, and that doesn't count. It can only be the dude doing it. And people find out, like, a manager can't do it. And people showed all the times that Heyman had cashed in on behalf of uh, Lesnar. <laughs> And then people went, well, that's because he's not a manager. He's the advocate. Oh. And that's the type of wrestling logic that we need. Anyway, what are your thoughts here, Jack or Ross? Well, I, I'm just confused because apparently the rumours were that they were desperate to find a way to get the briefcase off Miz because they put it on Miz to get it off Otis. Then they realised there was nothing for Miz either because they've got the two champions are Drew and Roman. You, they're both like unbeatable right now. So they had this perfect reason to take the briefcase off Miz and they've put it back on him. I don't understand why. So, so Goldberg can flatten Miz. Yeah. And Goldberg can cash in and save us a clean victory over Drew McIntyre, which I'm <laughs> terrified is going to happen. I hope it doesn't. It shouldn't happen, but I'm terrified it will happen. But, uh, Sounds yeah, very likely. Yeah, I don't understand that opening segment to Raw, which is fully justified, then bringing back everybody to, to take the current day people off the show because that was a horrible segment involving current day people. Yeah, the New Day are really good, but you could tell here that the material they were given was really shoddy. Didn't Why would like they it. want to be more annoying? Like, I, would, if I fully understand them going like, oh, here's how crap you are on your crappy show. But why would they then be more annoying and come out looking like bigger dickheads? Didn't understand that. I think they were protesting Hogan. They're like, <laughs> you know what? Screw this. We're drawing a line in the sand. No more oldies. Let's make this a better segment as possible so everyone tunes off. So the ratings are low and they never bring back Hogan and Flair, etc. 
It's a shame that didn't work because it was the highest rating forever. God. <laughs> it's just what we needed. Oh, well, time to for trying. Randy Orton, uh, after he admits that he didn't burn a woman alive, throughout the night we get little segments where Orton is essentially a bit of a meanie towards various people. Lovely write-up as always, Jack. Including the big show, Mark Henry on a little, uh, what do you call that? Yeah, like a like a scooter. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he's okay. hurt his leg, I think. Yeah, yeah. In his little scooter, and Ric Flair. You know the exact same thing he did a few months ago in his film with bloody Drew McIntyre or whatever. He then but beat it, Jeff Hardy. But it's, I like the fact that it's the way he went. Like I'm going to go and find me some legends to kill, and then you, next thing he's a big show going. Ha, you're old. He's just like he's not killing. He's not attacking them. He's just being a little bit mean to them. Why did Weird. the Big Show not do anything back? Like, was there some sort oh, of unwritten rule know. now? Because Orton throttled him, and Big Show was like, didn't like the Joe Pesky off Home Alone. Yeah, I don't know. He beats Jeff Hardy in a singles match later on. That was very good. And another oh, yeah, thing that made me feel match, old yeah. is the fact that, <clears> wow, remember <throat> when they had that great match a few years ago? When was that? 2008. <laughs> and I tweeted good- that because it's the first Raw I watched live in years because now I'm just gone, you know what, 2021, my sleep schedule should be based around wrestling. So might as well stay up till four every morning, uh, night, and watch this live. I tweeted that, and then they had the exact same finish that they had in 08. <laughs> Twist of fate, spin round, RKO, bing, bang, bong. They had that Hell in a Cell match more recently when he put the screwdriver through his ear. That was good. Oh, he loves a bit of that, doesn't he? <laughs> Whoa. Oh, he loves a bit of that. Oh, every hole is a goal. Uh, uh, 24-7 champion Angel Garza also has a few backstage kits. Yay! Where he gets rejected by various women. Boo. They did this with me in... Oh, they did this with Jack in WCPW, and it was crap then as well. Eventually, he hears that Cardi B is backstage and goes off to find her but is instead scared by the boogeyman who remains employed forever. Carney B. pins him to win back the title. Well, so. the, hey, lads, the, the, the boogeyman, he's Carney B. Oh, because he's a wrestler. Because he's a wrestler and yeah. it has a B in his name. Carney B. And he's definitely a Carney. How old yeah. are you? 20. You're definitely 20. <laughs> that's right. That was the reference. You're 20. That's thinking. right. That's right. I'm definitely 20. Go to your car. Get, get your license that shows you your birth date on and come back. What now? Yes. Goes off, find it. Says that you're 30. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they employed him. They employed him for 20 years after that. What a, what a great first impression. Thank you, Boogie Man. So then Cardi B gets lots of people tweeting at her. Hey, you were name dropped on Monday Night Raw, blah, blah, blah. And Cardi B acting like a, uh, what, what's it called? Oh, yeah, a normal human being wants to know what's up and has Lacey Evans and other people tweeting at her. And Cardi B doesn't know what wrestling is or how people work or operate, so she tells them all to piss off. Because why wouldn't you if some people you don't know is talking about you and you have to find out secondhand on Twitter and you, the immediate response is not to go, oh, wow, I'd better show up next Monday Night Raw and show you what for then. <laughs> yeah, Woo-hoo. what are people expecting her to do? <laughs> but she did She oh. did in the end uh, start enjoying it when people like Trish Stratus were getting involved because she, she watched it when she was a kid, I think. In like the ruthless aggression, like, like every other yeah. human being. Aye, so <laughs> so she tweeted saying like, "No, I've not watched this in years. Not since like Melina and Trish Stratus were about." And then people were like, "No, they're still they're still showing up." <laughs> she was like, "Oh, what, really? Yeah." Uh, good Why times. couldn't we have been doing this job when wrestling was cool? I know. Why are well, we you... sitting here now when nobody outside of us sad acts watch wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, not in a week when Snoop Dio Double Jizzle got involved. Oh, look, wrestling has always been what it has been. Sometimes it gets that mainstream popularity. And when we say wrestling, you're saying WWE. I know people that weren't watching wrestling last year, but have started watching wrestling because they love AEW. Now it sounds like I'm a shill now, but it people a lot of people like the idea of wrestling. Then they tune into WWE and they see Kofi Kingston twerking for about ten minutes and go, "Cool, I'm gonna go watch um, anything else." Yeah. So. Again. Fuff. Lads, I'm still connected. I'm still connected, lads. Jack. Not I for me to be critical. I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> Hang but on. This there does needs happen to be a better, Yeah, there needs to be a better Every way. single week. Aye. If I put it there... Right. What, the stable surface in front of you? But I just worry that it's too far away from me. No. Double, do check, still... your, double check your audacity to see how big the blue line is. Am I still... Yes, let's do that. You sound One. exactly the One. same, Jack. You sound really? the same. Yep. You right. have been putting that there for months... <laughs> <laughs> with a table in front of you. Don't tell and me. And you've only table. now decided to put it there, rather on that dodgy half a couch you've got there. Matthew Alvarez is debuting on the podcast. I know what's going on. <laughs> oh, it's always sound like <laughs> Minus five. <laughs> he put the microphone <laughs> on a table. Not on the big surface, on the little surface. The worst rated episode of the Cultaholic podcast. <laughs> anyway. AJ Styles beats Elias. No one cares about that because Riker then tries to hit him with the guitar, but almost saves AJ by booting it. Good. Fantastic. You know what? This was a big, stupid spot, and I loved it. Is AJ facing There's absolutely no chance of him hitting him. Didn't matter. Almost kicked it. And he's like... <laughs> Is AJ face now? Or are they just... I think he is. He's f- they're funny, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. It's like Scrappy-Doo, isn't he? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Shades of Grey. Uh, Charlotte Flair and Asuka take on Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce in this white-hot women's tag title division. Lacey flirts with... Oh, I forgot this happened. Lacey flirts with Rick on the outside, who is distracted that he... <laughs> that he... Cos his door of the match. So he tripped Charlotte. Charlotte cock blocked him. <laughs> and he got he got yeah. pissed off. Charlotte is livid that the kiss stealing, wheeling dealing son of a gun Ric Flair would try and get after a, a bit of you know what and yells at Rick for what may be the fourth time on <laughs> WE TV. Uh, they need to forgive each other on social media like any family would. <laughs> Just in the public domain. I forgive you, Dan. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Riddle faces US champion Bobby Lashley in a non-title match. Bray, oh, this was a really good match because regardless of everything happened with uh, you-know-what, th- he's very good at the wrestling and Lashley's a perfect opponent for him. Very similar styles, just slam each other daft. Yeah, the action was good, but the booking yeah. was weird. Yeah. Brave babyface Lashley is attacked by Riddle before the bell and makes him tap out near the end of the match, but the referee misses it. Riddle rolls up Lashley and Justice will not be seen on this day. And I can see why they do this little, oh no, now the feud must continue with a non-finish finish. Except for the bit where they showed the replay of Riddle doing it and highlighting the fact that Riddle is a bit of a bitch by taking it. Yeah. And he won via a fluke and they replayed it 
and made it even more obvious. I have no idea. The wrestling on this show was very good. The booking and everything else was dog poo. He's a cheeky scamp. Bro. Let's all laugh at the heel. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go backstage and look at objects and put bro in front of them, and that's a character, yeah. Oh, yeah, he wanted to film the Hardy Bros on this show as well with Jeff. The big yeah. was it the big the big bro big bro with the big show big yeah that that's my gimmick um what else could he do I don't Hulk know but bro, my camera's Hulk going to hell bro, Hulk Brogan the H me me and Hulk Brogan and that that's it <laughs> awesome I, I love what we criticise Raw and their production and how they do things and then on this show something like a microphone falling off happens twice in one episode. Right, well, it didn't, so that's a lie, isn't it? So what happened was I was notified by Richard, who's doing a wonderful job, that I was actually quieter and that you two are actually liars. So we've tried to remedy the situation. There we go. <laughs> I'm a bit frazzled, lads. I'm a bit frazzled. I'm a bit... Oh, I'll not you again then. <laughs> Shayna Baszler attacks Mandy Rose during her entrance. There, the hits continue. So Dana steps in to take her place and beats Shayna Baszler in seconds. She's not even in ring gear, Matthew. And then they get up and beat her up afterwards and send her back in. I think Shayna let that happen to her. I think she was just like, I don't care about the win or loss here. I don't care about the purse. I'm just going to make an example of Dana Brooke. That's what I took away from that one. What a disgrace. Yeah. I don't understand why Shayna... Oh, bless her. Never mind. Right, so you've got Shayna Baszler and Matt Riddle, right, on NXT, and then look at them now, especially Shayna. I just don't understand what's happened. What's he doing there? You having a Reese's piece? The Reese's pieces. Oh, it's the it's the big, big, big cup. And it really <laughs> is thick as hell. So, where he takes the rest of the podcast to eat that. Sean uh, Benjamin and Cedric Alexander can't get along and lose a non-title match to the Lucha House Party. Cedric storms off afterwards. So would I, to be fair. This yeah. is worrying this, because like, from where I'm sat, the Hurt Business is one of the highlights of Raw, and it's been all right with sort of Cedric Alexander becoming pretty big bollocks and going like, oh, I'm part of the Hurt Business, now I'm getting a bit delusional, a bit too big for me boots. But this was like a full-blown argument, and like a breakup angle, potentially, and I'm worried. Why would you do that? Well, usually I'd be quite excited for Cedric, but we all know that once he leaves them... He's not gonna. It's not gonna work. They're not gonna push him well. So yeah. Cedric leaves the hurt business for one week. Teams up with Ricochet, and the next week he's like, "I hurt business. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Can't come back, please." You'll do what everyone does. Like when there's been a few examples where people have turned on partners to go after the twenty four seven championship. Oh. <laughs> Tucky did it. Who else did it recently? Who? Tucky. Everyone knows Tucky. I don't recall. Hey, Tucky. <laughs> is he a WWE guy? It was this time last year, is the one I'm thinking of, uh, Mojo's offensive lineman. Oh, yeah. Riddick Eight Moss. Turns. Riddick Moss turned on Mojo to go after the 24-7 title. Where's Why? Riddick been? On the underground. Yeah, but, well, now He's still there. Lads, <laughs> Shane. <laughs> the, camera's, the camera's a position, but no one's filming. He just assumes they're on all the time. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Drew McIntyre is fired up by Hulk. Oh, God. How bad was this? Looking like the biggest geek you've ever seen because uh, he's a world champion. Marking out for good old Hulky Hogan. Doing impressions of Hulk Hogan. Because remember when Hulk Hogan, he got... Uh, who did he get in the ring? He got Pedro Morales 
The pose in the ring went, oh, me and Pedro. <laughs> Can back years, we do. What are you going to do when the Pedro Maniac... Oh, this sounds offensive. The Pedro Maniacs go after you. Uh, yeah. Uh, rubbish. The legends all come out to support Keith on the stage. Even Hulk Hogan, who just put over Drew McIntyre. I was there as well. Yeah. I didn't think he was supporting Keith. I thought he was still backstage because he was supporting Drew. No. He, he went wow. out and it was like, yeah, Keith. And Keith's just like... I'm just going to social distance from you. <laughs> that had to have been a, like a bit of a scheduling error because I, I would assume they were just out there to watch the match and have a bit of a clap and a sing song, a bit of a chant. Ole, it, seemed ole, like, ole. it seemed like they were supporting Keith, though. Were they? Oh. I, thought, I thought so, but I don't know. They were supporting their paychecks. The legends all come out, and with that enforcement, they have a tremendous match. What a barn burner, what a slobber knocker. Mm, it was a good match. Really Drew, good. Drew wins... No wonder after he bloody nearly paralysed Keith Lee by palming on the very edge of the announce table. I thought you were going to say the Spanish fly. And I was going to say then followed that up. Keith Lee was like, I'll show you. (laughs) Did the one-man Spanish fly on his own head. Seems to be all right. I'm not seeing any reports of him being injured or hurt. And uh, Drew winning, which was a very good match for Raw. It kind of sucks, though, because some people like myself are going, what the hell are they going to do for WrestleMania and Drew? Oh, maybe they'll do some McKee Flair. Oh, okay. Well, maybe not after this then. Well, so much for that idea. All right. Well, what will they do to set this up then? The WrestleMania on Royal Rumble? No, Lord. The answer to that is obvious. Goldberg, the greatest WCW world champion that ever existed, according to Michael Cole. Big Bill cuts a promo on Drew that made, would have made complete sense if he was wrestling Randy Orton. And then... <laughs> Uh, he says he challenges you to a duel at the Royal Rumble and shoved him down and then Raw went off the air dramatically. No. Something, something, something. Ross, what did you think? Um, it's, WWE have, have ruined me. Because Goldberg is why I'm sat here today. I've said it many times. And when his music hit on Monday, I let out an audible, oh no, it's Goldberg. He's going to flatten Drew McIntyre, who... WWE have invested a hell of a lot in over the past year, and rightfully so, and he's, he's proved as well that the investment's been warranted. He's been one of the highlights of the company all year long, and now it looks like he's just going to get flattened in five minutes. Cause no, Drew will win, when, Ross. Don't oh, worry. I hope so, Jack. I hope so. I hope he does to Goldberg what he did to Brock Lesnar. Because I, th- I was saying this the other day, like, what happens when there's Legends Night in 20 years' time? Who's going to turn up then? Who, who are we going to book for that night in 20 years' time when Raw Legends Night happens? There's going to be nobody, is there? Not Carlito. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, I don't know what to say. Hopefully, just Drew flattens him and we move on. And Goldberg has his, his two contracted matches per year or whatever without winning. I think you've got a point. I think Miz will cash in and make it a triple threat and then he'll take the pinfall. Hopefully. Well, Terrified. Yeah. Terrified. Yeah. It was so weird watching WWE talk about how great Hogan, Flair, Goldberg, Big Show, Mark Henry and his little scooter, how great they were, how amazing they were. Followed up by a Monday Night Raw where no one on the show was booked anywhere as strong or as good or sounded or good on the mic as any of the people on that show. Yeah. How it'd be legends. And they have said many times that they're not wanting to have mega stars. They want the brand to be special, which is good when you're drawing, you know, 5.0 ratings. But when you get starting to get two or whatever it is, the bloody did. It's like, yeah, you don't have a brand because no one's strong. Yep. 
Mustafa Ali, we need to mention as well. Honourable mention for his promo on Raw Talk, or whatever the hell it's called these days. Oh, goody. Where basically just sat there and went, you've had a three-hour pissing show, and you've not put anyone who's actually active on the roster on it. You set of bastards. That's what, the pro- that's what the problem is with this company today. You rely on the nostalgia too much. I want my time to shine now. So good on Mustafa for cutting that promo on Raw Talk. Yeah, but him doing that on Raw Talk, as supposed to have a retribution beat down Hogan. Say, like, all right, cool. That would have been it, wouldn't it? Imagine that. Imagine Hogan taking a whatever move Dijakovic does these days. <laughs> Sorry, T-Bar. Hogan cutting promos. Listen up, Slapjack Jack. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. AW Dynamite, New Year's Smash Part 1. The following segment is we paid for by Tony Khan. <laughs> Someone in the mailbag. Did you see it on Twitter today? I saw you tweet about someone, it, yeah. Someone sent it in, the, uh, the, the, the mailbag email today. Is it, is it actually Tony Khan? I've got no idea. It's not like, but you know, someone's playing games and it's, it's good to have fun, isn't it? If it was Tony Khan and he only gave us a fiver, I'd be livid. I'd be so cross. With all these songs he's buying, he's got no money left, has he? <laughs> what song would you like Tony Khan to buy you? Um... Have a song purchased. Oh. The Boss by James Brown. Oh. Ooh. Just had me walk down the street to that in a boombox. I can't, can't really think of... I'd, I'd like Going Loco down in Acapulco by the Four Tops. Oh, that's a good one. I probably have the, God, the, the new version of the Godzilla March. That used the King of the Monsters. <laughs> Well, if you've got a tenner, you hey, can have it. Here comes Mafu. Two two little bags. The Young Bucks teamed up with SCU to beat Jack Evans and Helico and the Acclaimed. Yeah, the Acclaimed. John Cena. That is the noise he made. Yeah. Where John Cena. That's just petty. If we're John Cena, you're Marty Jannetty. That was the whitest thing I've ever done. That's not how he did it at all. That was really bad. That was oh. even whiter than you singing uh, Baby Got Your Money by ODB. Hey, don't. I'm, I'm, I'm good at that song. Uh, we like to think we are. It's yeah. So great. Yeah. <laughs> but no, don't this start was... Don't giving a... me any problems. <laughs> Rob, the, the, Ross, this was me and Matthew one night in Rise. Thinking we were proper hard because yeah. <laughs> that song came on. Anyway, afterwards, Daniels and Gazarian revealed that they'll break up once they next lose a match. But that won't be when they wrestle for the Young Bucks tag team titles. Oh, no. It yeah, they're going to break up. That's sad. Neither of the... Okay, maybe Kazarian, but Daniels should not technically be wrestling at the level that he is, at the age that he is. He's yeah. old. Another example of life being a simulation, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> you're trying to convince me here, people Ross. Are, people are going to clip that out and make me like right tosser, aren't they? I don't actually think that. It's just a way of saying these <laughs> men are doing things they shouldn't be doing for their age and stature and all that malarkey. I did see a tweet last year that said, like, my parents, when they were 25, wow, I have all this money saved up and I have the deposit my house sorted out and my life is going great. Me at 25. Nah, none of this is real. Come on, this is a simulation. <laughs> Who are you trying to kid? Hey, but on a, on a related note, these boomers need to realise that the, the world we're living in is not the world they lived in. Because I had the talk going like, why haven't you got a big house yet, Ross? Why are you just in your little flat? It's because yeah. houses were very cheap when you were my age, ma'am. <laughs> and they're yeah, a lot more expensive now. 
Yeah, it's this thing called the right to buy scheme, which uh, ruined things for a lot of people. Mm. And yeah, I had this discussion with some people, both my parents and my friend who I talked about stuff. And it was weird, like how you made to feel like you are an odd person because you haven't lived that life where, oh, I know exactly what I want to do when I'm 15 and you do it. And like, oh, now I have this and the mortgage is sorted and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, I'm still like, well, I just hope everything turns out all right this month. <laughs> 2022 <laughs> does not exist, folks. Anyway, uh, John Moxie vows that he'll get revenge on Kenny Omega, grr, but won't interfere in the title match tonight. Backstage, Miro, disguised as fancy wallpaper, challenges <laughs> Chuck Taylor to a match next week. If Miro wins, Chuck has to be his young boy in the New Japan sense until Sabian and Ford's wedding. But all your savings on Miro then. Yeah, because, I mean, that's some Chuck Taylor skits in the bag. If Chuck, Taylor, <laughs> if Chuck Taylor wins, I'll be very surprised. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Is he going to make him come out like no music, playing black tights? I, I guess he'll probably just have to like do some... Oh, Laundry. like when he, when he lost his name. <laughs> yeah, just doing the Chikara thing. Already in the ring, in the corner of my right, Chuck Taylor. That's his entrance. <laughs> Wardlow beats Jake Hager in a big, meaty boy fight. Hager is livid, but MGF calms his tits, and they both show respect. Yeah, I, I was very impressed by this match. Team big boy Wardlow doing his thing. It was very cool. I liked it a lot. I liked the reversal. Because Wardlow's not just big, he's clever. When he had him in the thing on the corner and then he jumped down and his head went into the thing. That was like something that... I know you said Evan Bourne, the Jason Bourne would do. <laughs> he's later on. He's not yet. Darby Allen and Brian Cage do a weigh-in before their title match next week. Shockingly, Cage is much heavier. <laughs> Darby wants to fight, but Sting saves him from a Team Taz beatdown. <laughs> And this, all of this. Team Taz bravely run away for the third time in a row again. <laughs> God, Ross. I mean, this, it, was, 
I'm giving what? this too high a grade on, on grading. <laughs> oh, you gave us a high grade. I, I, give it a, what? I give it a B minus. I think it should have been less. <laughs> oh, God. The B stands for bitch. This is one week, one week, one week too far for me. It was oh. fine the first week. Maybe they were shocked. Oh. That Sting turned up with his baseball bat. The second week, you're going, right, you've seen it now, lads. You know what's going to come, but maybe something else might happen. Someone else, I don't know, Vampiro might come out as well, and there might be three on four or five, however many there is in Team Taz these days. But for this to be the third or fourth week where they've just stood there and done diddly squats, that's one too many for me. They look like idiots this week, I thought. There's just been two of them there. One of them, I know we're not supposed to think about it, but one of them is in their 60s. One of them is quite small, even though he is amazing and all that malarkey. But just do, just knock them out, man. Do something. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the size of some of Team Taz? I know. Have you seen Will Hobbs? <laughs> oh. Yeah, uh, Vampiro couldn't be there because they didn't have his music. <laughs> but I thought they were setting up. They haven't done it yet, but I thought they were setting up for a bit for like uh, Hook Taz or whatever, whatever his surname is. Um, no, because it is Taz because Taz's first name is The. Uh, I thought Hook- Taz's first name was It. Hey. Uh, Hook Taz just goes, what are you all worried about? I don't watch WCW. I don't care what this old man is gets in the ring and then like takes a baseball bat and then t- Taz is like, my son! <laughs> <laughs> Little Taz, Hook. T- Taz is from New York, right? Famously, Taz is from New York. Brooklyn. Very cold in the winter, but Taz has never seen snow in his life. <laughs> the snow comes down for Sting's entrance. Taz is like, ah, God. It's like acid rain to him. Yeah. No. <laughs> Just eat spokesman Snoop Dogg. Oh, it was fun explaining my American friends. I was watching this with last night. They're like, oh, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, we, we know him a lot. Yeah, because all people have done over Christmas is watch TV. So they've seen Snoop Dogg more than they've seen their family. You can't escape Snoop Dogg at the minute. My mate in Bish did say, though, like, it's working because there's been takeaways that they've gone past because that's the only thing that's bleeding open right now where they've had all the orders, like, just piled up like that. And like, all right, go, 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 throw them out to the delivery <laughs> drivers because just that's all people are doing, staying in and eating because all these Just Eat adverts come on. It's like, if you go outside, you're going to die, eat a pizza. That's Snoop Dogg, is it? That's famous, famous yeah, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. <laughs> yes, from the one album that AEW knows is a reference. The one did in 94 or whatever it came out. That's I all don't the know the name of any other Snoop Dogg albums apart from Doggy Style. Yeah, you've got me there. Uh, <laughs> Snoop Dogg runs into a private party backstage. Matt Hardy also shows up and gets the tag team to sign a pair of contracts. Seems dodgy. But he, they did have the... Different oh, gimmick from Matt Hardy this week. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Ross, he was like, he was like, Ross, like a, like a Ross, business manager this week Whoa, Ross, what will he do Ross, next week Ross is so done yeah. with Matt Hardy life is like a Matt Hardy gimmick you don't it's know just, what you're gonna get it's just when he turns up and it's like are they, are they doing this on being the elite I assume I assume that's what they're doing because yeah. I don't watch it still um, it's just how he turns up with different gimmicks every week like this week it was like oh, money Matt was back from the Ring of Honor days or whatever oh, I don't know they were kind of doing it before the lockdown when he get locked in the ice freezer and then he came out and he was different you know but now but there's the, no warning yeah now there is no warning yeah it's just random scattergun approach yeah. but it's uh, gin, and, gin and juice is what you're looking for Matthew that was it yeah because I I had the I tried to oh, was he getting the cranberry and the vodka get a little slice of lemon and I was very anti-climatic, to be honest with you. They seemed to love it. And I drank it, I was like, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just because of the song, isn't it? 
Lame. Yeah, maybe yeah. I took it too literally, but I oh, thought, right. like, wow, they, they love that drink. I'd better go try it. I'm like, eh. <clears throat> anyway. Snoop then accompanies Cody for his match with Matt Sidehow. <clears throat> Cody wins, but is attacked by the fearsome... <laughs> It's a team of Serpentico and Dr. Luther. Every, sorry, just really quickly. Every time Luther's involved in any way, you can tell that when Jericho's on commentary for it, it's still his best mate because he's like, look at that, look at that psycho, that maniac, Dr. Luther. And Luther nearly fell over walking into a Matt Seidel kick. <laughs> You're like, oh. Did you hear the, the line of Tony Schiavone when they both got in the ring? Oh. He was like, there's no more devastating duo than the chaos. Oh, just <laughs> something like that. It's like, I, just, I know you got to pick them up, Tony, but play the game, man, will you? <laughs> I also mentioned before that uh, Tony Khan's mentioned on uh, Impact Wrestling. He went, wow, Impact may be hard to kill, but $7 billion can buy a lot of ammunition. Oh. So hopefully that means he's going to show up with a AK-47. <laughs> <laughs> and the cops go and go, what the hell are you doing? And he just throws bags of money at them. They go, have a nice evening, Tony. <laughs> anyway, uh, Cody wins, but his attack by the uh, dynamic duo of Serpentico and Dr. Luther. Seidel saves Cody, and then Snoop Dogg hits a sick top rope splash on Serpentico. <laughs> I went with the Snooperfly splash. Oh. But I did like online the 420 splash. Mm-hmm. Doobie yeah. drop, I went for my video today. That's a good one. Or the drop it like it's my, oh, what was it? Lukewarm. Drop it like it's my. Drop it like it's lukewarm. Yeah. Also, Jim Jim Ross saying, uh, ain't nothing like a oh. G-thang or something like that. Yeah. Big it said. up, big it up for their song. Wow. Drop, drop all, it like, drop it like it's That's all the endorsement he needs. <laughs> it was what? up there when he went wubba lubba lub wub when uh, <laughs> they did the rig and Morty thing. Oh dear! Snoop Dogg well, uh, graduated Snoop- uh, <laughs> Chicago U with a bachelor in English literature. Also, Snoop Dogg's. Oh, Snoop okay. Dogg's. Sorry, no, I didn't really. Sorry, understand. thank you for saying me there because I just bombed. You know, like each other, I talk about college degrees and what. Please talk, Jack. It was horrible. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. I, I always knew he was tall. He's always quite a lanky fella, but I didn't think he was as tall as he is. He was taller than he was the tallest person there. Nine foot tall. Nine foot tall. <laughs> Jer- Jericho said, can't believe it. Oh, I, I, I was about to say I want to have a word with Jericho because he's losing his mind at Snoop Dogg on commentary going, this fraud, this idiot, I hate him. Snoop Dogg goes and gives him a high five. Jericho's like, hey, what's going on? Is it just impossible to hate Snoop Dogg? I guess, I suppose. Just Jericho being a weasel, isn't it? Oh, that, I, didn't t- I just took it as Jericho breaking kayfabe. Maybe. I think this shows the, the, the little line you have to walk across when you're needing platforms for things. I hate that guy so much. Oh, wait, he'll do my show. Snoop Dogg, <laughs> my best friend. Do you believe in COVID? Oh. Uh. <laughs> and despite being terrified of her, he crew Shida just about manages to beat Abaddon and retain her AW Women's title in a match that got way more time than AW Women's matches usually get this time of the Dynamite. And I was very happy for that. Loved it. That was very good. I also liked Abaddon attacking Sheeta during her entrance, so the AEW graphic guy couldn't misspell Sheeta's name for the third time in a month. Well done. <laughs> that I thought it was good because it was different, wasn't it? It was um, yeah. it was unique because Abaddon shouldn't wrestle like a normal wrestler, and she didn't. So I, I liked it. I didn't like how much they said the word gimmick though during that match. 
Oh. Oh, why do we need? I don't, we know it's not real, man. We know it's not real. Just we don't need it spelled out every every minute. And he swore again there. <laughs> I think you go to bed. I think. I, I've, I've just thought of a. I should have picked it for the Hall of Fame. I saw a clip doing the rounds on Twitter of young Jericho in the early two thousands, telling Vince that he had a small penis. <laughs> it's the reaction. It's the reaction of King and JR on commentary because Jericho goes, Vince, you're a billionaire, but you have a small penis. And then JR and King freak out on commentary. They're like, what? <laughs> well, does he? I don't know. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> oh, I think it was on Reddit or Twitter or something. It's really fun. He's basically saying that Vince is overcompensating, but he, he just, because wrestling's not subtle, he just shouts at him that he's got a small penis. <laughs> good times. Uh, yeah, it was a lovely period of wrestling that uh, me and Tom, the Colorado Classic Smackdown review, watching it, Crash Holly, months after having a little thing with Jericho, where Jericho came out and called him Elroy Jetson, <laughs> is still getting Elroy Jetson chants in Science Brought. So oh. Nothing to do with Jericho, hasn't feuded with Jericho in ages. People are there going, ha ha, Elroy. <laughs> so yeah. Could be worse then. Ha ha, little penis. <laughs> Kenny Omega accidentally thinks he's in Tokyo because he has a match of the year candidate in the first week of January oh that's hey, such a crutch joke for well me that's, te- no, I that's like so, that, sm- so that's smarky great. that's such a smarky joke I'm just it shows you know stuff about Japanese wrestling ah it does that's right did you see Dave Meltzer's joke on Twitter by the way oh you know, here guy? we go oh, oh, things up. That, that guy on the um, that guy from the pro well, whatever was going on at, uh, in the news last night is where I sat here with the horns and the beard and whatnot. that's oh, yeah People, someone uh, tweeted like who's this guy then and Meltzer quoted it and put I think he's seconds for Elias oh he didn't really look that much like Jackson right yeah but no it's what he stands for though isn't <laughs> that? oh Meltzer's joke's gone over my head <laughs> oh no I, I don't blame you there's Meltzer going well of course it would go over your head I am taller than you Dave Meltzer's a small but he's also wedge he's like he's real jacked brother I'm sideways. <laughs> if, if I lie on my belly, I'm taller than you. Yeah. He's he's a henchman. No, I'm not a henchman. I have henchmen, Brian Alvarez, and me. <laughs> they are my henchmen. Can you make anything to Tokyo? Blah, blah, blah. Phoenix does an amazing job too, but can't win the match. I love watching Phoenix wrestle. He was uh, so good in this match. They both were, but Phoenix was on fire. He was amazing. Yeah. There is a reason... He is the wrestler of the year for 2019. For 20, for two years. <laughs> <laughs> right? How how smart do we look? Mm, yeah, you know. very. <laughs> wow, they can't show about Phoenix and Matthew can't show about Volta. And then like 2020 happens, I'm like, sorry, we were right. <laughs> Broken clocks right twice a day. Uh, yeah, look, joke. Omega has great chemistry with the Luchadors. Did you see the uh, Laredo Kid match? Yes. What did you think, Jack? I liked it, but that that it was on very late in the night, and it was nearly I was nearly off for Christmas, so I was a bit delirious. And then Spider Man was showing up, and that just got very confused on that show. But it was oh, a good yeah. match. That was the same. That was just after the Marvel match, I think. Yeah, I, I forgot that happened. So I'm like, what? Spider Man Three was on Sky, so what's that instead? So that sounded like to me. No, but who um, cares about that match? Yeah, they, he always has oh, great God. matches with with flippy with flippy masked dudes. Ah, he certainly does. Pac and Penta are attacked backstage by Kingston, the Butcher, and the Blade, meaning Phoenix is the mercy of Omega. He's saved by Moxley, who attacks Omega with barbed wire backs. He said he wouldn't interfere during the match, after the match, fair game. But then he's attacked by 
Gallows and Anderson. What? Uh, several members of AW Dark attempt to jump the guardrail and then get beaten down. The books come out to calm them down, but Omega and the Good Brothers sh- throw up famous hand signal. Uh, and the books join in to close the show. Wow, I can't believe the famous hand signal throwers <laughs> and the you can't say that because New Japan owns the copyright are back together. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to call it? Team Famous Hand Signal. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta hope. TFSH. Yeah, I mean, uh, a hell of a way to start 2021 for AW, for a great angle like that. Uh, it means they're sorting out some of the elite, getting a bit awkward because obviously Cody's doing his thing. Um, the books are kind of good guys, kind of bad guys, kind of who knows. And Omega is a funny. So it actually makes sense for <laughs> Omega and books to get together because they're definitely being funnies right now. Cody could do what he wants. And that's all the members of the elite. I liked right. it, Matthew. I liked okay, cool. it. Did you? Oh yeah, and I can't wait for them to get beaten down. Ross by Sting. Yeah, I, I don't know. What, <laughs> don't know what to say about it, but it's it's certainly interesting going forward. They were wearing the Impact yeah. belts as well, the tag belts. That's so, because I, they are. That's because Jack, right? They are the Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champions. They are, which I forgot. So when they showed up, I was like, "What?" But then I remembered because they've not been champions for that long. I don't think. But it was really, it was really exciting. I liked when uh, all the lads from the, all the lower corners tried to jump in from the heel and the face sides. It's a war, but I'm I'm apprehensive about what, how it how well it's going to go though. But you know, you know what I like about Bullet Club is not, I'm not a huge New Japan fan. I didn't watch any last year, but what I liked about when the Bullet Club was really taken off around 2013, 14, maybe no, a bit later than that. Sorry, when the shirts probably started doing things and the books joined and everything else like that there have been many times when i've gone up to people wearing shirts like if i saw you in the street jack i didn't know you had a match man shirt i'd say hey match man great and a 50 percent chance of you turn around and going sod off not responding <laughs> or doing anything but when people had the bullet club shirts on you go up to people and go hey too sweet and they'd always go oh too sweet man and it's nice when things like that bring people no, together I, I i told the story on the podcast once about being blown off by someone another wrestling fan no uh, it was it was oh it's gonna sound weird now it was in the Chillingham Arms at the bar um um, and he was I think I told the story already but he was talking to a girl which I think is why he couldn't let on that he knew wrestling because I walked past he was had a a young buck shot or whatever I was like oh hey because I was drunk right I wouldn't normally and he just looked at me and just didn't do anything and I was like you little snake you snake you're just trying to impress her by pretending you don't know about wrestling yeah, awful day. Sensible lad. Mm. NXT New Year's Evil, which seems a bit late. Oh, I should clarify. I've only seen the highlights, but everyone said it was also a very good show. That's right. I'll watch this later on because I never watched the, uh, both of them on one day. That's too much for you... me. Oh, well, no. this is awkward because I was doing oh, another. No. I was doing another video today after my AW was done, so I didn't have time to watch NXT this week. So I don't know what so, should we just skip it then? No, because no, no, people people must understand time is a is a thing in life. This isn't a simulation. <laughs> the problem no, is, I, I I shouldn't have I shouldn't have admitted that I didn't watch it because I've peppered things in now that are blatant lies. Like they had a really fun match, but I've not seen it, so I don't know if that's true. I, I just tell you what people general- should do. People should go and watch Tom Campbell's NXT graded, because no doubt about it, he could do a better job of explaining what happened than we can. Yeah, stop what you're doing. Go watch Tom. We say about everything we do, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, 
But Tom, wait, 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 what's this? What's this? Tom's just let me know the results. Oh, thanks, Tom. Appreciate that, pal. Uh, Karen Cross beats Damien Priest in what is described as a hard-hitting match to open the show. <laughs> Don't edit my wait, wait. lies. Yeah, Tom liked it. Tom thought uh, Karen Cross looked strong, and it's look, maybe Karen Cross is being going up to Raw. Ooh, okay. Well, what really is that there. a real thing? Of course, I'm tapping my ear. Is this going to go on for the? Is this joke going to last for the whole NXT bit? Let's find out. Let's see, let's see if it's still funny in a minute. Oh, no. uh, Santos Escobar. What did he do? He successfully attended his cruiserweight oh, title. That makes sense. Matthew, no. Oh, Gren, Gren, Gren Matalik from oh, Raw. Just... No. no. Oh, you're hating it there. Okay. No, it's a huge deal because Metallic's on the main roster. I'm not feeling it. Oh, he's in my ear now. Tom, oh, how are you doing? No. Oh, yes. Damien Priest lost. Did he? Oh. I don't know what else happened. That's the only thing I know that happened. <laughs> Rhea Ripley lost as well. Oh, thank you, Tom. Last, last woman standing. Oh, God. That means that both Rhea Ripley and Damien Priest are going up to Raw, Tom. Oh, apparently that's a thing in the news. Yeah, un- unconfirmed rumours, you say. Well, well, we'll print that, absolutely. <laughs> I don't, I'll take the fall. No, you're right, that's dumb. I'll say Jack said it. That's a good one, good oh, one, Tom. Go. Yeah, he is a bit of a... Oh, that's great, Tom. I love you. <laughs> um, some stuff happened. Uh, the Way arrived, an escort of cars and a lot of fanfare. Gargano reveals a painting of the four of them as superheroes. Have you skipped like three matches? How oh, do you know you didn't watch it? Uh, Shorty Blackheart interrupts in a tank and shoots Austin Theory uh, uh, on the groin. Oh, he's still alive. Um, Kushida <laughs> arrives and Dexter Loomis rings the bell to start an impromptu tag match. Kushida and Blackheart win, which is definitely not the way. It's good now, though. Have you actually? I was being serious. Have you missed a match or not? Yeah. Uh, Zia Lee and Boa are back and have a but amateur hour kicking off <coughs> I want to see if you notice Lee, we haven't seen it I've had badass new entrance accompanied by the spooky lead. this is the best NXT segment we've ever done by the way their new spooky leader Lee easily beats uh, Katrina Cortez and now has the ability to hit harder and stuff well I, I, I wanted to put she has the ability to hit harder and no sell attacks but I couldn't verify that she no sold anything because I haven't watched it, so I just changed it to add stuff. I saw the entrance. It was good. I saw the kick to the head. It was also good. That's mm. what you need to know from that. This this Lee and Boa thing is good from week to week. Lots of boom here in mirroring. Regal announces a Valentine's Day takeover special, as well as a women's Dusty Roads classic. The takeover special is sadly not called the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, but it's used as in your house in uh, 99. Nine. Is yeah. it? Has it got a name yet? No. What's, okay. a, what's a holiday? It's just before Valentine's Day. Shrove my, Tuesday. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pancake, Pancake Day Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> Balor successfully defends his title in a fantastic rematch of Kyle O'Reilly. Actually, <laughs> I will be oh, checking out because they... That was my favourite NXT match of last year. I saw uh, Adam t- Adam tweeted that uh, Kyle O'Reilly is the man, so it must have been good. Uh, Donald Trump is bad. Fifty k retweet. <laughs> the hottest of takes from our boss. Oh no way! I should be saying that. Maybe he's doing his resolution. What a great take there by Adam Pagidi. Yes. <laughs> Windmills five hundred thousand retweet. Um, Kyle looks dejected afterwards as medics and the rest of Undisputed Era check on him. Yeah, he missed another match. What was it, Jack? It was Raquel Gonzalez and Rhea Ripley's match. No, Ross already did that. It's my fault. 
I love it. This is great. You haven't written any of it. You haven't, you haven't seen any of it. So who can say anything? None of us could confirm it. No, they are. It was a really good show, apparently. Allegedly, it was a very good show. It was a very good show. Yes, on Twitter, when I was uh, live watching and live tweeting stuff about AEW, people saying, wow, a very good episode of NXT. You should go all all watch it. Yeah, at least convenience, because it's on the network. I I stayed up to watch AEW last night and wrote wrote graded last night. So today, to save myself a bit of time. You know Um, what? Why don't we do the podcast on a different day? What are we doing to do on a Thursday? It's the busiest day of the bloody week to watch all of the wrestling. So, well, we started the podcast before AEW was a thing. That's why. But, but we must adapt. Yeah, well. And come. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, oh, we've yeah. done Friday mornings in the past. Well, Friday Friday is usually when I would do rest of the week, but that's come to an end. So, I mean. Oh, we'll ask uh, well, our could, boss could, if we, we can, we can do sort that out then. something. We could sort out something. That'll make things a bit easier. Um, yeah, so. I stayed up to watch it and then afterwards just thought I'd check in on Adam's YouTube reactions to see which one he was watching. He was watching NXT, uh, but I, I caught you right at the end. So he was like, right, I'm going over to Twitch now. Come on. And then I went on Twitch to see what that was about. And I tried to get his attention in the chat, but he's so, it, what you reminded me when you were talking about his retweets, he's so popular now. I became one right. of the chat. I'm messaging, I've seen my message go up going like, it's me. No, it's me, Adam. And people are just going, you just go like do memes that I've never heard because Adam's got Adam's streams now have got their own little subculture of mm. like jokes and stuff that's so dense. I don't understand any of it. But Adam's there going like, yeah, leader, leader. I don't know what leader means. And he's trying to start a rev- he's trying to start a revolution. That, that's know. what we do before the uh, does the team meeting with us every Friday. Remember, we all go no, right, say it. to these team meetings. <laughs> say it. And we all go leader, leader. <laughs> It's funny because it's exactly the sort of thing that he would do. Oh. I've seen some of it. I did watch a bit of his Twitch. Uh, and yeah, he didn't notice me either because it's thousands of people in the chat. Who cares? Um, and he was watching an episode of Blind Date. And it was three freaks were talking. And they were like, it was like, oh, oh God. The Coldaholic Wrestling Punker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even worse, because the guy was like, well, well, Scylla, uh, my thing is uh, animal poo. I was, what? He goes, yes, that's my study. Um, it's a bit of a hobby, actually. I brought some with me. And it, we had a little, um, I don't know, like a, I don't know how to describe it, but it was in a bubble. It was like, here's some elephant poo and all this. Um, this is for a dating show. And the other guy was just, well, everyone decided in the chat he was a dog nonce. And uh, and then the woman came out and she was stunning. It was the most brutal story <laughs> like beautiful, gorgeous. It was like, oh no, oh no, I can't stop watching. Oh no. So no wonder he's such a success with all these shows he's watching on Twitch. He watches he watches some mad stuff, does Adam. Some does mad stuff. stuff. Check it out on twitch.com, twitch.tv forward slash cult holly. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think mine's Saturday, you have your days. Wednesday. Wednesday and Ross. I am going to start tomorrow. Today? Now? Whoa! On Friday, Friday. Yeah. And Bacini will do every other time that we're not streaming anything, apparently. (laughs) Bless him. Well, that was the week of wrestling. Let's move on to the rest of the show. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. (laughs) Ah, Now let's have a little look in the mailbag. Number one. Hi, it's Jimmy from Boston. I hate your podcast. <laughs> what start? You have made lockdown much worse. Why? 
<laughs> the only reason I listen, not watch, because I can't stand your faces. <laughs> It's to study the minds of people who enjoy this utter garbage of a podcast. Wow. It's amazing so many people enjoy mediocrity. Speaking <laughs> of which, what in your opinion is the most mediocre wrestling match in your opinion that most people seem to enjoy? I would say thanks, but you all give me nothing to be thankful for. Oh. Go up yourselves. Cheers. <laughs> I think my favourite bit there is the, is the start. He doesn't leave his name until the end. You're right, it's Jimmy from Boston. I hate your podcast. Oh. Everyone knows Jimmy from Boston. I'm sure a lot of people from Boston are like, yep, yeah, sounds like a Bostonian. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you God. what, though, this might be the last ever podcast because breaking news from BBC is we're sat here on Thursday, the 7th oh, no. of January. Oh, no. Boris Johnson says President Trump was completely wrong to cast doubt on US election results. That's it, we're going to war. <laughs> oh. I mean, many people have speculated what people do, and people mean people, the prime ministers in power when if things are going very badly for them, is start a conflict in another country. Everyone goes, well, who the hell could we start a country with? We've left the EU. I wasn't expecting America to be the answer to that question. No. Oh. National service. Oh, good, I'm 33. Not get- I'll be doing Dad's Army. Oh, <laughs> yes. Get in. Who do you think you are kidding? Sorry, Dad's Army was a popular UK comedy <laughs> show from a few decades ago. Anyway, uh, Jimmy from Boston's amazing, amazing question. I love that you selected this one. Uh, what is the a match that most people find mediocre? No, that you find mediocre that most people think is great. Um, Jack, why don't you go first? Well, I've, I've, I've used this as an answer before, and it drew outrage when I said it from YouTube, but I'm going to say it again. No, it's Triple H and The Rock, Judgment Day 2000. The Iron oh. Man. Yeah, I know, I know. Maybe I've just not watched it for a while, but I used to hate it because of Undertaker's stupid interference. But that's not mediocre, though, is it? That's just something I didn't like. Um, um, hmm. Hmm. I'll, I'll go for, for Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler's feud on Monday Night Raw in 2016. Because I thought it was pish. I thought there was nothing to the rivalry, but they did it like 27 weeks in a row. So somebody must have liked it. <laughs> so why else would they do it? Good thought there. Uh, the one I'd usually say would be Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 12. Love everything else these two did together. That Iron Man match is just two people having an argument and not wanting to concede. Um, but I've said that so many times. Oh! Can I say Gargano? Yeah, Can I say yeah. Gargano. I'll go for... NXT. NXT, that doesn't involve a woman. I'll go for a recent one. That I'll change mine. Uh, what was the second match that Roman and Jay had? Hell in a Cell. A uh, very dramatic one. Yeah, but oh, I think, okay, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. they did everything good in the first one and then the rematch was just more of that. And, and then, obviously, I saw the response afterwards because me and Owen sat and watched it and kind of were like, eh... And they went on Twitter and Pacini's like weeping and proclaiming it the best match he's ever seen and everyone's agreeing with him. And me and Owen were like, have we missed something here? So yeah, that, that's my answer then. I saw many people, that, that divided many people's opinions because it was one of those talking, talking, plot, plot, plot matches. I'm going to yell the story to but you. That was like, fine wow, the fir- literal storytelling. But I think but it worked because the, the feud match. was so good. Right, right. I yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can see your point there. But yeah. Right, cool. 
We've yeah, let's just continue we've, crapping on things that people like. We've dodged that. We've well, dodged any that any stardom matches that you thought were mediocre? Or? <laughs> no, just gato move. Oh, I see. Number two. Hey, gang. This question might seem tailored to Mafu. Oh, great. Is it more hate? And um, That's because I thought of it right around his birthday, but time Aww. isn't real anymore. Yeah, makes sense. We've seen a lot of metal in wrestling, like the Hangman slash Kenny Cinderella package, oh, yeah, and Poppy Io Shirai entrances. And my question... If there is more metal or music in general with wrestling, what would you want that to look like? I'm a big fan of the NXT loud themes, and when bands do specific theme songs, especially when they support smaller bands, this relationship could even extend to the wrestling puppets. <laughs> Since Bruce Dickinson's accent of birth puppet could beat Puppet Jack up, even with its two by four and else, I know what he's referring to. So yes, you did. You did send this to me. Uh, maybe during war game season, Sabaton could be the theme. Nice. Uh, or even make a song about the main event. Go crazy. Thanks for so much for helping making this lockdown so much better. Uh, Ayana from Chicago, 16. Wow, look at that Chicago fans. A nice Chicone, Chiconian? Chiconanite? Whatever. Person from Chicago, not like that Boston. Uh, P.S. A few years ago, I sent in a question and mentioned the WrestleMania Scooby-Doo special. And my age. And Matthew assumed I was faking my age, and I just wanted to say I what I think a lot about that because there's no real way to prove my age at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> you were like, no, she's older than that. That's that's rubbish. I think it was weird to hear like an actual kid. Maybe I'm thinking about this because I don't remember it. Someone saying I watched the WrestleMania Scooby Doo special, and they put the age there at like, 14. I'm like, a kid actually watched Scooby Doo. You think it would either be a like a like a young young like an infant child. Or yeah. ironically watched by a thirty-year-old. You don't think it's yeah. going to like be? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> happy, it's so weird. Like a child watched a cartoon intended for them. Madness. <laughs> but more metal, more heavy metal, more bangers in wrestling. Where I had the likes of Motorhead, uh, Pantera doing the song for Rob Van Dam, where they sampled the chorus. Hmm. So, uh, what would you want that to look like? I like the idea that if they are going to do more cinematic matches having heavy metal playing in the background as they're going punch for punch or whatever but I think the way they could do, could do it is get a band like maybe the White Stripes of all these two minute matches and a guy comes out they're, they're at ringside because you know what are they doing right now and uh, I don't know Powerhouse Hobbs comes out and goes I bet I could beat you before they finish fell in love with a girl the and then he has to beat this jobber before the two two minutes ten Seconds, however long it is. The White Stripes aren't metal. Matthew. I couldn't think. There's not many metal bands I have a show. Oh, oh Napalm Death. They had a few songs <laughs> very quick. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, play, they're playing. Hey, there's, there's, there's famous band, Napalm Death. Say hello, Napalm Death. Hi. Ah, they agree. Yeah, they're trying to beat. Got, can you beat the band? Before the song runs out. So it's like a beat the clock challenge with speed yeah. metal. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I well, can't. I'd like Young Wee J Miles team do a solo, and can you? How many matches can you fit in that time? Uh, say about four. I can't um, because there's. I'm not. I don't know much about the metal, so I don't know if I can answer this question. Ross, you like baby metal? I would just keep it exactly the same because NXT loud themes is my only exposure to new music when they do use new music. Because I listen to absolute radio eighties and nineties in the car. The 2000s on the DAB radio when I'm at home. Um, so yeah, NXT Loud Themes is my only new music I hear these days. That's it. Lovely. 
It's a nice way to get induced to new music. And I had 14 to 1 odds you would say that. That's a Sabaton joke. That's just that one person. Oh. Sorry. Sorry to use you like that, like a prop. Are you, but... are you the master of puppets? That's about as far as oh, my knowledge goes. That... Yeah. Go wow, on. that was so obvious. Well done, Jack. Yeah, did cheers. Bruce Dickinson get mentioned in that thing? Yeah. He did. Didn't he do our, fa- our favourite wrestling theme of all time, Matthew? No. Michael Well, Wilson. the second, because he did awesome. the cover. Yeah, Bruce Dickinson's cover of the Scorpion song, The Zoo, which is did Michael Olsen's... Did Awesome Bomb as well? No, that was Harry Slash and the Slash Tones. My <laughs> pudding. Is Harry Bruce... Slash. <laughs> that is amazing that Bruce Dickinson of Iron Maiden, you thought, sung. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, awesome. I was his name. Oh, his victims be on the face. Yeah, I thought he did the zoo and that's a big part. I thought... No, he did the... I knew... That one. I knew that Bruce Dickinson was someone in music, but I couldn't think of who it was. He's the So he's the Iron Maiden guy. Yeah, but they but, split up in the like, mid-late 90s. So I, he did his I, solo stuff. My was, head yeah. was saying that was the name of Christopher Walken's character in the Cowbell Saturday Night Live sketch. It is. Ah, oh, right. I can't remember. There was a thing about that band. Like He wasn't the producer. He was the producer of the remaster of that song. So it's a bit weird because people like me going, oh, I know Iron Maiden. Wait, Bruce Dickinson produced that? Right, yeah. And he was like, no, that's not how it happened, but who cares? It's one of the great sketches of all time. So He's re- Christopher Walken's the best bit of it, I think. No, it's um, is it Jimmy Fallon who can't stop laughing. The drummer? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, like I, think he's, I think he's on the drums. No, but I think he's on the drums in the sketch. Oh. But Jimmy Fallon can't stop it's laughing in every in everything It's, it's a good... It's, it's not in a live, though. I like that. Yeah, yeah true, true. Corpse and all that little Aye. joke. But, yeah. Yeah. I can't think of any of the metal stuff. Let's move on. Hello, Cultaholic Diddlers. Oh, yeah, we don't say that anymore. Uh, I've been a massive fan of not only Cultaholic, but also a fan of the podcast for a while now, too. I became a fan earlier this year when I used to work in retail. The podcast became something new to listen to so I could keep my sanity at work, dealing with not only the pandemic, but having to work out a truck at six in the morning. Bloody oh. Now, speaking of the pandemic, I, of course, wear a mask at my job for months on end and stop wasting my money on disposable ones and end up buying the reusable Fiend Face Mask. I wore it just about daily at work. Oh, God. Whenever I wore my mask, a customer asked about it. I tried to explain to them that it was just a mask I found online because I didn't want to go through the whole spiel of it being a mask of a wrestler, especially because people just thought it was some cool, spooky face mask. And that's what leads into my question. Have you ever had to explain a piece of wrestling merch that you own to a non-wrestling fan who asked about it? Thanks for keeping me keep my sanity while in retail hell. It was terrible, but thankfully got a new job later in the year. And that's from hey. Connor. Well, I should say, well done, thank you, Connor. I know I don't want to condescend like a lot of people when it comes to NHS and give you a clap for being a superhero. You're not a superhero, pal. You're working a very tough job because you have to to do what you have to survive. I'm a heart out to you for all the crap you're having to deal with, not just from the pandemic, but bastard customers during this time. Oh, my God. I've, I've seen got, any time I'll, I go outside. I'll wait until after this question. We've answered it. But I have an update on the man from the shop. I mentioned him before. The oh, one who always tries yeah, to have a, the Hall of Fame. The one who always man. tries to have a bit of banter with me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, go on, do it now. He's been back at it again, but this was before Christmas, so uh, it wasn't me. There was a lad in front of me, so I went in the shop, and there was only one other customer in there, and I think he was a student because he was southern. He was like a Cockney, and he was asking for gin. So he's like, "No, can I have the Bombay Sapphire, mate?" And the guy, because the lad had forgotten to wear his mask, so he just had his hoodie like. Like, Lally pulled up over his nose. And the bloke <laughs> went, whoever smelled it, dealt it. And the guy went, you what? <laughs> I'm there just in the background like, no, why have you done this? And then he went, whoever smelled it, dealt it. And he just didn't reply. 
and I wanted to leave, but I couldn't because I was the only other person. Anyway, there we go. So it's not just me that he... I've learned now that it's not just me that he tries to confuse with, uh, like, light-hearted conversation. It's everyone. It's everyone. That's what you want, though, where you just want your booze and you have to do that or whatever. Like, yeah. Some guy's cracking on with you. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> great, mate. So a piece of wrestling merch, and you have to explain to him. Well, I think I told the story only happened a few weeks ago when the my mum's side of the family did a Zoom call. We did a family get-together and all this. And everyone out there, cameras set up to have the, the baby photos or the fam- photos went on holiday, uh, wedding photos all around them. And I didn't think about it because I just used the exact same setup I've got now. And it was only two hours into it, my cousin went, is that a picture of Honky Tonk Man you have on your wall? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a Honky Tonk Man. I got in Russell Crate. He signed it and all this. And I'm just realizing, look at everyone else's background going, oh, God, they think he's like me real dad or something. <laughs> so that was it. I try to explain, no, no, he held the IC title longer than anybody. And it's just like, okay, so uh, <laughs> keeping all right during lockdown, Matthew. <laughs> so what about yourself, Ross? Any embarrassing merch? Before, well, mine was just when I used to go live with my mom and she would obviously wash my new wrestling merch I would bring home from the old place. And I would just have to go, oh, it doesn't matter every single time. Because what's oh. the point? What's the point in explaining it to your mom? She's never going to understand, is she? But um, I got one of those WWE face masks for the Instagram likes more than anything. Um, and it came with a note. And I can't remember the exact phrasing, but it basically said, these aren't proper face masks. Don't wear them if you want to protect yourself from COVID. So I'm sorry to burst wow. that guy's bubble. I don't know if they changed it, because I was like, as soon as they went live on the shop, I was like, oh, I'm going to get one of them. Um, but I don't know if they changed them. But yeah, they're basically like, don't wear them as part of like, your, your protection from COVID and all that bollocks. So oh. yeah, sorry to burst this bubble. Because I got a cane one, and I thought it was so cool because it was like the first, the first cane mask, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get that one." And it turned out you can't even wear them in public and stay safe. But so that was that was a shame. As we learned with the Irishman and <laughs> Aldi or Lidl, no biker Morrison's, biker Morrison. Morrison's, yeah. That would surely just make it more likely that people would recognise you. Because it's a wrestling theme. I don't know, actually, it's a mask, yeah. though, isn't it? I wonder if that's Ross. It looks a lot like him. Mm, not sure. Yeah. Top of cane mask. <laughs> Ross. As I say, it was just for the Instagram likes more than anything. I, I was she on went, Mesh. All right, Dave. He was. What? I don't understand that reference. Ross, it is you. <laughs> I was on a Metro once um, back home from work when when we were at War Culture, and I hope he's still listening now to us. I hope he followed us over to Cultaholic because there was a lad on the Metro as well. It was quite a crowded one, but he sneakily reached into his bag and pulled out. Uh, one of the magazines that we used to do at Wackle Gen just started reading it and like and I didn't know what to do so my stop came and I just got off oh <laughs> man no, don't worry because it was oh. really crowded we weren't next to each other it was quite crowded so I'd have had to like it would have been really awkward so I just he tweeted me later on saying like oh so you on the metro and I just re- I replied then and stuff and we, we had a little tweet back and forth so it was all fine in the end but I, pa- I really panicked I would have done the same. Like, what are you meant to do there? Like, go, aha, there's the magazine I appear in. Are you enjoying it, good sir? A lovely choice of cover there. You went for the Martin Kirby one. That's my favourite. I would have done the exact same. <coughs> yeah. yeah. I'd, say, I'd go up to him and goes, I heard he's a dick in real life. <laughs> I saw a lad on Halloween once in a uh, Pacini Club shirt in Rise. Oh my god! And I was drunk, and I ran over to him, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah." And I went, "Yeah, I, I work with him." Uh, yeah, 
And the guy went, oh, yes, I saw you here last week. I met you. I was like, oh, damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't you remember, Jack? You know, country road. What do you think about Roman Reigns' Porsche, mate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Missed that. I miss that because I know when soon as we go to Rise, there'll be people who will do that ironically. Hey, <laughs> what do you think? Two, think two or, li- two or five lives underrated. I'm just joking, mate. Bitch, you don't be podcast. Yeah. Uh, That'd be great. Um, I, uh, I don't have an example of the question from the email, but I'll just, I've already told the Metro story, so that'll count. That counts. I loved it. It was a nice story. Uh, question four. Ooh, and if the guy still is, sorry, if the guy still is listening to us, please do write in. Please do. The guy from the Metro. The guy from the Metro. Number four, hello and obligatory thank you for all you guys do. You got me back into wrestling and provided my entertainment at work. Uh, Off topic, I'm very sorry after this week's roll that you're back into wrestling. Recently, after seeing all of Adam's social media posts, I have started commenting on AW posts about Sting, saying it's obvious Darby Allen is his son, and sadly they keep removing it. My question is, what's your favourite legitimate son storylines? And I'm wondering how many wrestlers have blocked you guys especially Mafu. Once again, much love to you guys. You've been, oh Christ, you've been the white chocolate macadamia nut cookie to this soggy biscuit of a year. Oh. Best Everyone regards. Festive game of soggy biscuit when they went home? Did you? <laughs> it's a bit depressing doing it with yourself. <laughs> Best regards, Jacob Glarpinson's. P.S. That's not my last name, but I thought it would be funny to eat <laughs> <laughs> Glarpinsons, that's amazing. Thank you, Mr. Glarpinsons. <laughs> Did you write this question just to say how annoyed you are that Adam keeps on deleting your tweets or messages or whatever? No, I are. think it's an AEW would get rid of them, not Adam. So, oh, seeing all of Adam's social media posts, I've started coming on AEW. Oh, right, okay, about Sting. And oh. does that mean does that mean that he actually they actually are building to that and they don't want him? They don't want they can't be taking someone's tweets away. I it's think this Trump. guy's being very diplomatic. I think whenever you say, oh, you know, I only I only hit the car a little bit and you look and it's near windshield left. So I think he's doing a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Jacob Glarpinson's. Um, what's your favourite illegitimate son storyline? Let's forget about that part because who cares? I wasn't about the, the blocked wrestlers. Let's let's go through oh, yeah, it. Because there's, yeah, yeah. there's only really one that I can think of straight away, which is Hornswoggle and Vince. So I'll say Hornswoggle and Vince. Yeah. Oh, the... Very quickly, the... Stacy Keebler, Sean Stasiak. Yeah, she was going to get married to David Flair, and then she didn't. And the original thing was going to be Russo's idea was either going to be Russo was going to be the daddy, or <laughs> Ric Flair revealed that David Flair was a, a result of him and uh, Ric Flair and Stacy Keebler getting together years ago. Sorry, David Flair. Yeah. Who's like the same age as Stacey Keebler. Yeah. How? It was something like, those are the original plans, and then it turned out that they just went, here's my baby, and then uh, it was Sean Stasiak. It was just pictures of Sean Stasiak being thrown out of a pram. Okay. WCW. Uh, who have you been blocked by? Me? I yeah, feel like you. Ross has got... I'll go... For, right. Um, R-Truth, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> yeah. And uh, Sin Cara and Kalisto around the same sort of time. So oh. they're the only ones I can think of. But apart, I think in the case of Michaels and R-Truth, uh, it's because someone else had tagged me in something and they just blocked everyone involved. But I didn't actually say anything. In the case of the Lucha Bros, I was saying they were crap. But I didn't tag them in it, but I was, I was saying they were crap, yes. 
Ross? I know of two, uh, JBL and Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah, that makes sense. That's that's all I know. There's probably more. Uh, Off the top of my head, I'm just checking on there. I'm not blocked by any of those people. Yay. But I am blocked by Mr. Davey Meltzer. Because I laughed when uh, I Like Jason reminded everybody that he... (laughs) I Like Jason did the edit where it's the people in the, the bar celebrating going nuts. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, he edited it with Okada t- revealing that he had the tights. Yeah. And someone added Meltzer goes, is this real? Which is a very flattering thing for someone making a video like that. People are thinking it's real. And Meltzer replied, yes, it happened because it was shown on CCTV. Post-circuit TV, I should say. Uh, and then he quickly deleted it, but not quick enough. For Alec Jason screenshot it. And he uh, posted that again. He blocked Alec Jason because I replied, ha, ha, ha. Dave Meltzer blocked me as well. Oh. oh, oh well, I missed out that that award-winning humour he's renowned for, I guess. That's that's uh, the second time he's been caught out because Kenny got him, didn't he? <laughs> oh, what did Kenny do? Intermission. Intermission. Kenny was at a, a live event and tweeted, "Oh, there's a new show coming or pay-per-view or something like that called WWE Intermission." And Melton logo Intermission. <laughs> Melton bit on it, going, "Yes, there's a new program coming to the network or something." <laughs> <laughs> It was Meltzer, wasn't it? I've not, I've not said that wrong. It was. It, I want to say it was Meltzer, but I don't know 100. percent Yeah, I'm not too sure. I'm, I'm sure it was Meltzer. I'm sorry if it's not. It was definitely uh, one of the. It was definitely one of the big dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kenny. Yeah, amazingly, Kenny hasn't blocked me yet. But you know what? I'm all right if he does. He's completely deserved. But oh god, that's good. WWE in the vision. Yeah. It was believable. I fell for it when I first saw it. I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, I think Teddy Long blocked us because oh. Teddy Long did an interview with somebody and he Teddy Long somewhat inexplicably found Botchamania on YouTube and he wasn't a fan and I'm like oh damn it well you're definitely the target audience for it so that's <laughs> at the end of me and then uh, his Twitter which can't be run by him uh, then blocked me and I'm like look I love you Teddy that's fine don't, don't know why you're watching videos like that <laughs> uh, and that's all I have I think that was a hell of a letter session to be honest mm. with you with hate from Boston love from Scooby Doo fan an ending with cheap Clarpinsons. If you have any words of wisdom or just want to ask us some silly bollocks, don't hesitate. Go straight to your email client and send off something to calltheholic at gmail.com. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not, you tit. Christ. It's uh, mailbag at calltheholic.com. Yeah, does that this, works, this that works as well. I feel like the last one before Christmas, like the vibe of it. Yes, it does. I don't we're know not, about you, but I am not, absolutely shagged, Satya, me. We've really not bounced back very well. There's really not. Oh, like... I loved it. Oh, okay. I, hate the, I hate the first week back after Christmas where you try to get your sleeping pattern back right and uh, you're yeah. eating back on track. Oh, just, I'm not with it today. I'm with it because I'm eating Reese's Pieces, oh. which is right now. Right now, it's time to jostle the packet. Right, Nick. Which one do you have, Matthew? Can't open it. Um, I have Reese's White. Because <laughs> let's the have ne- some. Let's oh. do a mukbang. Do a mukbang oh. on the podcast. Come on, get that microphone right next to your mouth. Vin- and- Vince mukbang. <laughs> yeah, have you, Ross? I want to get your opinion on this because we've been doing this for the same amount of time. Yum. And I, I've eaten on camera when I've had to for part of a like a, a skit or something, but I don't really like it. I feel a bit uncomfortable eating on camera. What do you think? 
it depends on the context, isn't it? If I'm just sat right. there on the, on the podcast eating a sandwich, I think that's inappropriate. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because when I tuned into Adam's uh, stream this week after after he'd done his I NXT know. reactions and he was on Twitch, just get some more. My Alan starts <laughs> just making a sandwich. <laughs> As he's like reading comments and stuff, he's like, thank you very much for the bits. Got this marmite here. It's so funny. I didn't know what to think of it. I wouldn't that have the ball. I wouldn't have the goal to do that. The, the sheer arrogance to start eating like that on camera. Just not Shocking. even like, not, like proper taking his time as well. Like butter was on. It was really good. I saw Andrew, just before Christmas there, I saw next door all the, the spreads in the world were in the office because Andrew was doing... A stream where I didn't see it like, but apparently just sat there for sort of six hours, buttering bits of toast with like spreads and yeah. different marmite, and maybe it's a thing they've got going on the Twitch. I don't know. I'm I don't know how Twitch works. Oh, mate. Ross, I have a confession. I've just I've just remembered there. Right, I went into the office the other day. The other one, not the one that you're in. Obviously, we kept our, we kept a distance, but I went into the office to record some voiceovers. And as I turned the corner, I saw you going into the the one that you like work in, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't say hi. You were too far away, and I didn't shout. And I feel oh, terrible well, for now. God's sake! I know. I'm so sorry. I was coming around the corner. You know, like, you know the fence outside the, the car park fence. Yeah, I mean, I it's, turned it's... right and I saw you go in, and I could have gone, hey, but you know, and I, I wasn't just even looking at you. You were facing. You were going in. You were already halfway oh, through the door. God, probably. I wasn't even looking at you. You didn't even say hello. <laughs> And I was walking away from you at the same time. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to sleep tonight thinking about that. <laughs> and you're reading a magazine that you were featured in. I, I, knew, I knew that if I'd shouted, there was like a half chance that you wouldn't have heard. So I thought, it's not worth the risk. That's so, all right, Jack. Don't worry about it. All right, then. Cheers. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Reese's Pieces. Hello, good sirs. Thank you for reading my previous Reese's Pieces about wrestlers compared to food. And I have another one for you that I hope you all enjoy. I was listening to an old episode of... Ju- <laughs> for some reason it says Jum Cornet. J-U-M. <laughs> Jum Cornet. We can't say his name for legal reasons, I guess. Drive through. And he was talking about how the upper management shaved his top heel's head without any notice. And it ruined the wrestler's look. Who's that? That's right. D- from D- the Basham. Dug a Danny Basham, wasn't That's it? Right. Yeah. Uh... This had me worried. What did he say? Was it, why do you shave his head? Because oh, I wanted to see what it looked like. You're like, all right, why, why couldn't you just imagine that then instead of doing it? Anyway, this had me wondering about something. A lot of wrestlers have had different hairstyles, and I'd like your opinion on which one was better. Ooh. All right, so it's the round table. So we'll go uh, Ross, Jack, Mafu. Faust's thought first. Triple H, long hair or bald? Long hair, 1999 specifically. I think he looks better with no hair. It looks better when, when he was young. Long hair, absolutely. Uh, Shawn Michaels, mullet or just normal long hair or bald? Mullet. Which one? Is mullet like rocker Michaels? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to... Fluffy mullet. I'm going to go for normal long hair. Nah, the big old permy fluffy mullet out here. It's awesome. Steve Austin, long hair short cut or bald bald doesn't look right with hair that man that's an easy one skinhead Austin yeah Molly Holly long hair or bob cut or bald I was going to say blonde long hair I don't I can I'm going to go for either whatever because with Molly Holly I can picture her as both equally 
But you've got to pick one, Jack. All right, then. Uh, <laughs> the the earlier one, the long hair. Uh, Bob Cut to go with her cousin, Bob Holly. Oh. <laughs> Kevin Nash, black hair or grey hair? Well, black, wow. but I, if I was given the proper choices, I would go blonde, obviously. Yes. Big Sexy's always blonde. 100% agreed. Uh, big Sexy, black hair. I have to pick between those two. Matt Hardy, long hair or crazy hair? Ooh. Crazy hair. Like Hardy Boys, long hair. I'll go crazy hair, actually, because that crazy hair rejuvenated him. Hmm. In the Lake of Resurrection or whatever. Uh, Sting, short blonde or long black? Long brown. It's brown, not black, isn't it? Yeah. It's not, no, it's black. Nah, it's brown. It's brown. Sting. Now like it's Sting. Crow it's Sting. It's brown nowadays. Crow Sting was brown. Always was brown. Really? Starcade 97. When he hasn't oh. got it wet, it's brown hair. Is fake Sting the one with black hair then? <clears throat> I don't know. That's but... black. No, no, the real Sting's brown. Oh I'm, 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 I'm dying on this oh. hill. <laughs> Bollocks, is this one of these Berenstein Bears thing that you... Oh, no, wait, actually, yeah, there is bits when it's brown, there are bits when it's black. Starcade oh, okay. 97, when he hasn't got it wet. Brown hair. If he had black hair, Hogan would have lost clean to him. <laughs> it's just because he's got it wet. I bet Seth Rollins is a beautiful blonde boy. He just puts so much water on it. Uh. Um... I'll go for crow sting hair. Uh, long black or brown hair. Brown, brown. <laughs> Christian, long hair or short hair? Short. I'm going to go for short as a baby face, long as a heel, if I can do that. Yeah, that's right. Pick both answers as always. Uh, All right, long. <laughs> I'll go with short hair, Christian, because I associate that with him being credible. As a T- single 2004. That one. That, that, that Tyson Tomko era Christian. Uh, Undertaker, long hair, short hair, or bald? 2007 long, when he had the sort of the side yeah. shit. Always oh, lovely shape on that one. Yeah, I'll go for the long. You've got to go for long hair for Undertaker. Although I don't think. I, I think. I didn't hate it as much when he shaved it off. I thought I would think it was like, oh, that's not The Undertaker, but it actually made him look quite evil in that, so it's good. Honestly, I wouldn't pick them. I'd pick Mohawk. Mohawk? Yeah, because like, he's yeah. like trying to do something different. Oh, that's what I meant. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mohawk, Undertaker. Kurt Angle, hair or bald? Hair. Yeah, hair, because that's when he was funny. Nah, bald. Bald angle. He looked. He turned into a bit of a nasty boy then. Respect to Kurt Angle, though, for not waiting too long. You know, people do wait too long, don't they? Before he, shaving it off. We stopped talking about John Moxie like that. <laughs> I think it works with Moxie because he looks like kind of scruffy anyway. He's like Trevor from Grand Theft Auto. Okay, never mind. I had to right. think about that one, actually. Yeah, you know what? That's, that's a good reference. Yeah, cheers. Make it a bit older next time, though. Uh, <laughs> finally, Terry t- <laughs> Terry Taylor, normal hair or red rooster hair? Oh. Red rooster hair is the cock of the walk, that man. Yeah, that's red rooster hair all day. Oh, red rooster hair, because he's poultry in motion. <laughs> I love now listening to 83 Weeks and something to wrestle with and everybody else that's ever worked with him, including Cornette, who's like, yeah, Terry Taylor, <laughs> what a backstabbing get. <laughs> <laughs> they all hate him now. Like, oh, yeah, because they read out bits from wrestling, like... Dave Meltzer, 
That was a bad show, but you know who looked really impressive during this? Terry Taylor, what an underrated guy. And they're all going, wow, I wonder who sold him all those WCW news. Who could it have been? It's <laughs> awesome. Thanks again for all you do. Ben Hagen from Louisville, Kentucky. Fantastic. Yeah, what a lovely place that is. Did Ben, I recognise the name. Did he say at the start he'd written in before? Yes, he did. Yeah, he? I recognise the name. Yeah. Wrestlers compared to food. So yeah, keep on what, ben, oh, what a day that was. Ben, keep at it. You're keeping this podcast canon. Here's <laughs> uh, a question, though. The hairstyles you've lot have had, because I know people will be asking this in the comments, maybe. Because, Ross, before the Buffon you have now, you had it a bit longer. Is that right? Am I getting this wrong? Was it short? No, you had it shorter. No, I had it. I used to, do, I used to cut my own hair. I've got a Remington blade at home, which I used on Adam right at the start of Cultaholic when I shaved and bald. Well, at New Jack. <laughs> uh, uh, I, what, what was the question? Yeah, well, yeah, me and Jack, well, that's each other's thing. So, me and Jack, what do you think the hair looks better for Ross? The, the hairstyle he has now or when God, he was what? proper shaved? The one he's got now. It's the right answer. It's the true answer, but also it's the answer you should always give whenever anybody asks. <laughs> You're right. Let's see if it works in now, this. Ross um, and me. What do you think about no, Jack's hair? Ross and me. Ross and, I'll tell you what, Matthew. I've changed. You Obviously, you can't see it at the minute, but if you go and watch our recent AW tier list... I've got a slightly shorter haircut now than I normally do, but I'm all right with it. I'm all right I've with always it. pictured you with that hair anyway. Really? I, I don't, I, you're, I you're, you're one of these people whose hair doesn't seem to grow. Yes, it definitely does. <laughs> it, if you go on that AEW thing, and you'll see I've got quite short hair for me, but over lockdown, the first lockdown, it got to an awful state. Then it, just, I, do you, I do it do you, all the time. So. Do you just take, it, yeah, take the hat off when you've had a haircut? I think... Or during the, the reason I wear a hat so much is because like if my hair's all right then I'm all right with it but if it's on a messy day or just a bad hair day it looks bad and I can't be asked so I thought if I just wear a hat for every video I never have to worry about it and I've been and I've now done that for years so that's that's my thing now you like Liger with a mask very depressing yeah it's very depressing Matthew that's good you've probably so now- had the most hairstyles out of all of us yeah. I think I've seen a variety of yours on Facebook over like the years. Eight rubbish ones and uh, <laughs> acceptable ones. So, Ross and Jack, do you think... Because I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with it. It just became, I'll, I'll grow it during lockdown because lockdown's only going to be, you know, a three-month thing. We'll all be back to normal by Christmas. So now I'm like, all right, what now? You know what you need to do when the barbers reopen? Get the sort Go of Tom, the Tom Cruise feather. Tom that Cruise would take you... You know, Tom, Tom, Tom Cruise has your... Well, you know, he has it a bit longer. And it's in the wind, and it's all feathered and fancy. Oh, like Mission Impossible Two, Tom Cruise. Yeah, that one. Yeah, Rather than Mission Impossible longer. One. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh. I think that's what it's called when you get it feathered. Mm. I typed in Tom Cruise feather, and a bunch of photos of his jacket showed up. So, oh god. Ah, because he's five six as well, so that'd be good. Um, oh, yeah. don't say that. The Scientologists are coming for you now. They'll be outside your house. Sorry, if he stands on his wallet, he's taller than all of us. Tom Cruise is six for four. <clears throat> awesome. Well, love the discussion about hair to completely take away any of the momentum we had going to the next segment. If you have any Reese's pieces, please send them to the well to my address where I'll eat them on camera, and then we'll read them on the Stubby Show, but only if they're sent to mailbag at cultaholic.com. What is your address, Matthew? Well, I'm glad you said that. My address is It's Cultaholics. What a lovely podcast. Yeah, it's only got a bit. 
that much more lovelier as we get on to the big question that people... That's not how it goes, is it? What do you mean? What? what a lovely podcast. That's not how it goes, is it? Yeah. I've changed what a, slightly. What a great, great podcast. Or oh, whatever. do I have to say the same thing every no, time? No, no. You've, you, sometimes he changes. Sometimes he says, what a fantastic podcast. Sometimes he says, what a... And then there's a reference to earlier on. Yeah. He, cha- he changes it all the time. Does he? It's like how I change the email address every week. (laughs) I'm sure you just go, wow, what a great podcast every week. Sometimes. Oh. Well, Well, just for the people watching, what a great podcast. That does sound more normal. That does sound more normal. I feel like I've just had a giant toke of a massive bifter. It's almost like when you see a Simpsons episode with a normal couch, there's no joke. They just all run in and sit there and you're like, oh, (laughs) nothing, no gag. That's strange. That's it. Like a pie with no filling, Mafu on the Cultaholic Podcast. <laughs> and this week's big, 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 big question. What's going to happen with the Bullet Club? Because we want the hit and we imagine everyone's talking about them. Yeah. Unless something else momentous happens between the recording of this podcast and what happens in reality, which usually happens. But for now, we'll hope that the Bullet Club's going to be a thing. But Jack, I'm interested. You being the uh, token New Japan fan, <sighs> Bullet Club is still a thing in... The New Japan world, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Who's in it right now? Tamatonga, uh-huh. Tangaloa, uh-huh. Jay White, but he's been Jay White. flirting with leaving. Evil, because he's evil and shockingly turned heel. Kenda. Um, Kenda? Kenda, sorry, Kenda, yeah, Kenda. I watched I watched Wrestle Kingdom night one. Uh, Taiji mm-hmm. Ishimori, um, El Fantasmo. And probably some other bad luck Farley. Uh I'm sure Tamat I'm sure Haku still counts as a member, probably. Um and Jeff Gabriel Kidd. Gabriel for one night in Nottingham. Yeah. That was a great show. Stevie Aaron. <laughs> he was in the prestige. <laughs> Get it right. Um But so uh, I don't want I I don't think I want the whatever we're calling them, the new the new Bullet Club US, the elite. I don't think I want them to... I don't want it to take over again like it once did. I just want it to be a short to mid... Like a mid-term type length thing. And then I want Hangman Page to run through them one by one on his way to getting to Kenny Omega. That's how I really want it to go. But what I think will happen is they'll probably go a little bit overboard. It's like the Young Bucks. It's as if they used to be like an addict... And they've just got a little taste of whatever it was they were addicted to. And now they're back. They're like, oh my God, they're just going to start super kicking Excalibur and everyone. And it's going to get a bit, I'm worried it's going to get a bit silly. But what do you think, Matthew? I'm interested to see how it will play out between the two companies. Because as people are speculating, now that New Japan have new owners, they have been these little references now and again. Haha, no one's kicked out the one-winged angel. Apart from his sexy friend, Kodo Ibushi. Mm. And you're like, wait a minute. Why is he getting mentioned? Does this mean something's going to happen? Smash rhymes with dash. New Year's dash. Dash and smash. smash. New Year's smash. Of course it does. Demolition smash. Confirmed. (laughs) (laughs) My God, Holmes, you've done it again. Yeah, so there's these little hints that they're going to be working together, which then, you know, as we tend to do, we try to look for things that aren't always there. The fact that uh, the Tongas have been going on Twitter, I've seen when scrolling, like... Damn it! If you aren't in Bullet Club now, then you're not in Bullet Club. Oh! Like, stop! Say, stop saying that. Just go. Ooh, is he really mad, or is he really mad in a wrestling sense? 
and they'll fight for the rights for Bullet Club or something like that. It's just interesting seeing that there's all these things that could happen and I have to see which of them is going to actually happen. I'm assuming they'll show up on Impact. I don't know if they'll all show up on Impact though. Well, my pitch here on, on the pictures on. for the Go Bullet on, Club, the official Cultaholic video, is uh, <laughs> I want to see the OG BC, whoever they are, and I want to see the, the new Elite version Go at it inside blood and guts oh. with the rights to the Bullet Club name on the line. And maybe an interference from Booker T and Big T and Midnight <laughs> and other people like that. Who would you have win? And Swole. And Swole? Who's the other? No, there was another. Oh, no, wait, was he. Um... Are you know what the manager fella, the little. No, no, it were. It was Midnight. He was the biggest one. Then you had big. Was he swole? So we've had this discussion before, and I was I amazed at your your knowledge of that period of WCW and those characters. It's just because Super Brawl two thousand, where they had the match, and Booker T came yeah. out of that like children's nursery rhyme sounding thing because he <laughs> lost his name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry, I digress. Yes, please, please blood and guts, on. and I would have. I don't know who would win that one. Who would you rather win, Jack? The OGs or the new ones? The originals, but I'm very biased because I think Tomatonga is a lovely man. He is so, a lovely man with a uh, lovely family. Yeah, yeah, and he and he's he looks he's totally revamped his look. He's got no beard. What now. a handsome bastard! Yeah, I know, I know. I That's think disgusting. I think it's what the kids would call, beyond any shadow of any doubt, a glow up. <laughs> no, he looked good before as well. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying that he looks a hell of a lot better now. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, he looks younger. Mm. Yeah. His, skin, his skin looks so smooth and so soft <laughs> this isn't the who's the handsomest male wrestler episode well Tamatonga oh, that one great there's another Reese's Pieces upcoming oh, Tamatonga with a, yeah no, with a, no but now with a sick fade and a, and a clean shave I think yeah, he's yeah. he went after that Tom Cruise feather <laughs> uh, I don't know what do you think that will happen do you think they'll get the New Japan lads involved I was going to say, what happens if that doesn't happen? What happens if they go, no, we're being serious, we hate you, sod off, and New Japan doesn't happen? They still have all their dudes anyway in AEW yeah. to do be doing stuff with. So a Bullet Club versus Team Taz, oh, that'd be great. In that case, Tony Khan buys the rights to the Bullet Club New Japan theme <laughs> and, then, and then just buys New Japan eventually. He trades. So you see the Tongas coming out with a new haircut looking all sexy and all you hear is oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's a swap deal and presumably New Japan are like that is a good song. We do love Baltimore. Oh yeah, Baltimore, very good. Mm. <laughs> Does it still have the Bullet Club for, for, for oh, 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 oh. That'd be good. It has been good to see people online going well what are they going to call themselves? They can't call themselves that. And someone says oh my, it's Coloured bub, three, 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 death. <laughs> he hasn't got it again. <laughs> Four life, three death. Three death, right, 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 right. It works because it's crap. It's not because it's good. I know, I just couldn't. Uh, Coloured blub. I got that, I got that was the, I got the spoonerism, I think it's called, but I didn't get the numbers bit. E. <laughs> e, God. I think that's all the options. Have we, said enough, have we said enough stuff for a thumbnail? I think CM Punk will join the Bullet Club. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're so, well done, you, for reminding us. Uh, CM Punk will join. Just when you think you know the answers, he changes the culture or whatever the police um, said. Remember that? 
Uh, and don't then they sign Mickey Richard, Gall. Richard, if you put if you're listening, don't put that in the thumbnail. <coughs> oh. Okay. What else is coming up? Um, put Iron Man. Put Robert Downey Jr. in the thumbnail. I think that we need to give Richard a thumbnail that also doesn't sound too ludicrous, but is interesting. It's hard. Oh, this great Sonic the Hedgehog. Just, just, no, just the the thumbnail should be just Tony Khan in a Bullet Club shirt. That's it. <laughs> Yes, it should. That's a very good thumbnail. In the jungle. <laughs> Wait. With Jungle Boy in the background. <laughs> just singing along. A conga. Um, a conga fronted by... A tamaconga. A tamaconga in the jungle fronted by Tony Khan in a Bullet Club shirt, which also includes Jungle Boy. Who else in the conga? The Elite uh, and the OG Bullet Club. Yes, and apparently the next big... <coughs> film to come out this year is a new Spongebob film in February so make sure you get Spongebob <laughs> or self a Patrick if you can't get him alright Sam's got a tattoo of Patrick I believe has he uh, Ralph Wiggum as well he likes the stupid characters yeah Oh, which is very at odds with how Sam is mm. he suffers no fools Sam but, uh, but no but then he likes his serious wrestling but his favourite wrestler is The Undertaker He's, yeah, one of the, he's, he's, he's one of them. That is true. Who is now bald, like Patrick. Hey, there we go. And Ralph, sort of. Oh, yeah. He's not Bless got much him. hair. Yeah. Sucks being a 10-year-old and you're bald. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, <coughs> we could probably talk all day, but who'd be listening? Ross, what have you got on tap for us this week on the Colic YouTube? Note, um, I think I'm going to stream FIFA. fifa Wishes as Adam Pacini might call it. Sorry, I'm bringing that again. Chick-a-licious. Uh, I'm going to stream FIFA about now, from six till eight, maybe. GMT. Sorry, my brain stopped working about 10 minutes into this podcast. I'd like to apologise to everybody watching and listening. You've been wonderful, mate. Don't worry. Uh, and what will you be eating during your playthrough of FIFA? Or will people oh, have to tune in to find out? Putting Lotus Biscoff spread on a brioche bun. Oh. Can't wait. Jack, what have you got for us? Uh, me and Owen have started our new Football Manager series on Twitch every Wednesday from 6. We have started Cultaholic FC. Um, yeah, I know. I know. We've put a team in the database. Yeah, yeah. But not with... I mean, Pachitti is the owner. I'm the manager. Owen's the assistant. But the players are, are real. So it's all kicking off. Um, uh, and that's every Wednesday at 6. Uh, not wrestlers of the week anymore because a lot of people have been tweeting me this week because of all the great matches that have been going on but uh, we've stopped doing wrestlers of the week now so they didn't watch it to see my announcement that it was stopping but they still tweet me recommendations for wrestlers of the week Um, but we will replace that with something new in due course I've got nothing else to I tried a Chickalicious by the way I was a bit I was a bit disappointed you know have you had one? Uh, have I had one? No, I don't think so. I had one just last week. Uh, yeah, this past... This week? I had one this week. It was disappointing. What did you buy, Jack? Um, I think I got uh, a, a spicy fillet burger and a, a small portion of wings. Hmm. Yeah, but I just... It wasn't quite as good as I was expecting, partly because I thought Pachiti had hyped it up quite a lot, but maybe that was just me reading into your story wrong. I just remember him saying the word chick- chickalicious a lot in his accent, and it was just very satisfying on the ear. Yeah. I've got myself a chickalicious. 
end the podcast, Matthew. He appears to be browsing the internet. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at Chickalicious and saying, have they eaten there or not? Uh, it looks nice. I'm sure they love the uh, plug there. They've got like, a lovely central, central location. Um, I believe they're right opposite the Mile Castle in Newcastle upon Tyne. Oh, nice. Primary couldn't estate. Get, couldn't get more central if you tried. Jim of Wrestlelicious. God. That was weird. No. No. What? Do you not? Remind me. I remember the name, but I can't remember. It was a, promo- a short-lived promotion of all women's wrestlers, and they all sang the theme tune oh, with Jimmy God, Hart. Oh, God, there it is. Yeah, yeah. thank you. I'm so I'm Lacey Vaughan, Eric. I'm really vicious. in the Hall of Fame. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm really, like, vicious. That's why I am wrestlelicious. Ooh, wrestlelicious, baby. And then Jimmy Hart's there going, wrestlelicious, into his, yeah, it was, yeah, bad. Have you never seen this, Ross? No, I've never. After we finish this, do do watch the theme tune on the internet because it's crap. Yeah, Tony can't be buying that for 50p. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of cheap things, I'll be doing my streaming this Saturday. Also this Saturday, <coughs> me, Tom, Justin, Henry. Oh, what we're we going to get together and watch? British Bake Off or something nice like Blackout Goes Forth? Don't be daft. We'll be, of course, watching WrestleMania 11 because our schedules are awkwardly very, very similar to OSW reviews <laughs> two weeks ago, so <laughs> a bit awkward there. But you know what isn't awkward? Us three getting together via the power of technology and talking complete twaddle for a few hours. Because I don't know about the listeners, but I've had a hell of a time. And what we like to do after a hell of a time is put our fists up to the cameras and on the count of three, we say the thing. One, two, three. Join us. Join us. Wagga, 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 wagga. Soggy biscuit. Wagga, wagga, wagga. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Podcasts from.